calculation. Yeah. Dab, I make a lot of fits. Yeah, I smash a lot of ladies. Get a dab, I'm intoxicated. If she tell, I bet I can spin it. I'm about to swerve on, feel like waiting. A hundred thousand, I spent on the painting. Niggas buy down, I like the painting. I'm back outside, I'm going to play. I'm about to pop out, I hear what you saying. Take a look at my bitch, she slams. She just flew to the A from the land. Don't go hop out of minivan. I hop out with some drip on Japan. FN is a stick in one hand. Smoke them, turn that little boy to a strand. Got the title to my cousin, no lease. I got the deeds to my house, ain't no lease. I'm in a penthouse, shoe in a suite. On a Bellagio side with a freak. She won't creep in this nigga and get geek. Superstar, none of my drugs are weak. He want a lifestyle, but this shit ain't cheap. My niggas all wild, we got a feast. I'm getting a pink face rolling for my niece. Drill my nephews out every two weeks. I got real friends, my shit will get leaked. I'm like, fuck it, let her get a sneak peek. Thought I was square cause I went to her college. But that's count cause I served a whole college. Remember, see, he was selling exotic. That was me, it's a few who know about it. Come tell me what's your occupation. Dab, I make a lot of faces. Yeah, I smash a lot of ladies. Get a dab, I'm intoxicated. But she tell about that I can spin it. I'm about to swerve on for life, wait. A hundred thousand I spent on the painting. Niggas buy down, I like the painting. I'm back outside, I'm going to plane. I'm about to pop out, I hear what you saying. Take a look at my bitch, she slams. She's just flew to the A from the land. The boy hop out of minivan. I hop out with some drip from Japan. FNN is a stick in one hand. Smoke and turn that little boy to a strand. First offender, of my brother with 10,000. See me now, know they had that you got it. I'm in a wild body, cat that bitch growling. Before she look, pumpin' look like it's poundin' I said dribble, tryna look like you drownin' Money on it, said I paid up bounty All this money got a rich nigga loungin' All this water on me, guess I'm a fountain She's a dirty bird, call it a falcon Lot of pretty girls, I'm going scouting. I'm a crip in a rebel like Rowdy I got on four rings, yeah, that's an Audi I told the cleaners, gotta clean out with Downey That that money tall, bit me a mountain you Need a GLB, I hope that you found it I'm talking COD, cash you can doubt it Come tell me what's your occupation Dab, I make a lot of faces. Yeah, I smash a lot of ladies. Hit a dab, I'm intoxicated. But she tell about that I can spin it. I'm about to swerve on for like way. A hundred thousand I spent on the painting. Niggas buy down, I like the painting. I'm back outside, I'm going plain. I'm about to pop out, I hear what you saying. Take a look at my bitch, she slams. She just flew to the A from the land. The boy hop out of minivan. I hop out with some drip from Japan. FNN is a stick in one hand. Smoking, turning a boy to a strength. I was busted when they didn't weigh in. I'm a champion, Tom Payton. I can't fuck with no bitch that's too nasty. My pinky ring look like spaghetti. We flew private, the airport ain't checked me. I dress like I just came from France. Mix master Virgil in their Yankee. Swap out the peso and Poochie. Come tell me what's your occupation. Laugh, I'm making a lot of faces. Yeah, I smash a lot of ladies. Hit a dab, I'm intoxicated. But she tell about that I can spin it. I'm about to swerve on for life, wait. A hundred thousand I spent on the painting. Niggas buy down, I like the painting. I'm back outside, I'm going to plane. I'm about to pop out, I hear what you saying. Take a look at my bitch, she slams. She just flew to the A from the land. The boy hop out of minivan. I hop out with some drip from Japan. FNN is a stick in one hand. Smoke them, turn that little boy to a strand. Welcome into another episode of Boys Don't Lie to Podcast. BDL back live with you, Owen Burke, in the studio, per usual. Yeah. Sam yeah. here, per usual. Yeah. How you doing, sir? I'm here. You doing good? Yeah. 
chilling, yeah. just hanging out. Uh-huh. It's cold to sell in the south, ain't oh, it? <laughs> it's cold to sell outside, ain't it? Seven degrees. Seven degrees, yep. bro. It's just crazy. So, Sam and I are here, per <laughs> usual, but unfortunately, Shay's still not back with us from Georgia yet. It's not very PM. It is not very PM. That's, no. that's a great way to put it. Um, but we're here, man. Obviously, we've got another guest this week. Ja'Cory's here with us today. He's going to be our third man filling in for Shay. So, well, I mean, I guess technically I'm filling in for Shay, so you're kind of filling in for me. So I got the large shoes to wear. I got size 15s on over here, boy. I'm stumbling around. Yeah, size 17, but Shay. <laughs> It's ridiculous. I'm wearing Shaq size shoes, boy. But we're here, bro. I'm ready to go. Nigga, my third. What? We in a captain's chair. Nigga, where's like a 33? Yeah, this shit is ridiculous. All right. So before we get too deep into the show, before we get to kind of what we're talking about, mm-hmm. just to kind of introduce you, Corey, how you doing? Make sure yeah. I'm trying to see where you be at, what you're doing oh. in life, what's kind of going on with you right now. Well, as you know, I'm Ja'Cory. Um, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Oh, I, I really just be chilling, man. I be out the way for real, for real. I mean, I go to work, same shit. Um, I make music. I play music. Okay. I play the game. I mean. I be playing the game, too. I'm, a, yeah. I'm working on a clothing, clothing brand and stuff like that. Working on a clothing brand and stuff like that. You know okay. what I'm saying? I got you. But, yeah. Um, you got any side hustles? What you doing for work right now? Just working. I don't know if it's Peter to talk about all that on the mic, man. But ah, fair enough. You know what I'm I, saying? I respect that. I respect Can't that. give everything out to, yeah. the, to the community. But you just be working. I do be working. He yes, do be, he yes, do yes, be working. I though. do be working. All right, then. All right. So, also, another little, obviously, we asked this question to everybody the last two weeks. Um, how did you meet Sam and Shay? Kind of how did the friendship start? Where do we meet at? Kind of how, how did it all go down? Um, I'm pretty remember? sure that me and Shay's mom, not it might not be his mom, but me and Shay's mom, either mom or dad work together. Mm. Like our parents work together and stuff like that. Okay. We was younger and it was like we used to see each other every now and then. I think I remember him before he before he remembered me type stuff. Mm. But um that and I think like church or something with Shay. Okay. And then I didn't meet Sam until after I graduated, so like twenty eighteen. That's ass. <laughs> Yeah, bro. That's ass. But <laughs> yeah, the boy is trying to get the breaking news for us. That shit. <laughs> nope. Sorry, sir. We have audio today, so yeah. So how yeah. how did the friendship start? Was it? Did we get to middle school, high school? Oh, um, it? it was all out of. It was. I was. It was already out of school. Really, mm. when I like started really building building bonds, it was just like because I didn't know Sam, but I knew Shay, and so once I. New Shay, I knew Sam. It was uh, weird like, after that. But, um, I mean, we all look real cool, man. Everybody's just, like on, yeah, good levels of friendship, for real, for, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's different after high school. Yeah, it really definitely. is. It's crazy it how different it is. I feel like it makes it more real in a sense. It does. It does understand each other better, grow up a little bit, that kind of stuff. Yeah, true, true facts. So, um, 
some announcements for y'all at home, listening, watching, patiently waiting. Obviously, with no BDL last week. We got a bunch of stuff coming this week, obviously. You listen to BDL right now. The Owen Show came out on uh, Thursday, Thursday morning. One of One's out now as well. Make sure y'all go listen to those after you get done with this one. Make sure y'all keep your eyes open for the future. Obviously, we're going to have one on one, the Owen Show, back next week. Uh, we also have two new shows joining the lineup. I'm very, very pleased to be the one that gets to make the announcement for this. But BDL is adding another two shows to the resume. Yeah, so man. to tack along with mm-hmm. the Owen Show and with 101 and with the Mansion, now we're getting it. It's, I don't believe they decided on a title yet. So I don't want to spoil it. You're going to have to wait for the title. Their pilot's coming out on on Monday, I believe. Uh, it's our good buddies, Brendo and Matt, are going to be doing a show all about baseball. So me and Tim usually don't get to talk about baseball that much on uh, on the Owen show. So they those two are the baseball geniuses. Tim's pretty good with baseball, too. He might have to make a couple of guest appearances. Not to put my co-star out like that. But uh, Brendo and Matt are going to be breaking down baseball week in, week out. Obviously, we got spring training coming up here in about the next month. Talking about, you know, power rankings for teams. Too cold, of, bro. When does the season start? March? Uh, Yeah, I think it's... And it ends in October? No, it ends, yeah. It ends in, like, October. Late October, I think, maybe? Mid, mid-October? When does it start? It's, like, I think it's May, maybe. Maybe a month before, March. You might be right. I know spring training starts here in about a month, and it goes for probably about a month. So, yeah, probably March. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know off the top of my head. That shit's crazy, bro. Yeah, bro. It's a 162-game season. You thought basketball was long. That shit is ridiculous. 162 Nine games. innings a game? Yeah, bro. And if you're getting drug, bro, like, if you're getting drug, bro, that shit's... Oh, my God. I just get, my, just get myself a migraine from that shit, bro. Thinking about how long a baseball season is? Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. That shit is up there. So, obviously, they'll be handling strictly that. I'm going to have the own show each what week coming with everything else. Baseball's going to handle the rest. Sam's going to keep contemplating oh about how God. ridiculous 162 games is for a regular season. Also, oh uh, coming on, I believe it's going to be coming on Tuesday, his first pilot, our good buddy Bryce Hirayama, the current Ohio State uh, attendee, future Ohio State alum, Bryce Hirayama, who's up in Columbus right about now in Columbus, Ohio. He's going to bring us a new show each week about movies, about kind of just, I would say social media, but like... Cinematic greatness. Yeah, movies and TV shows is where it's going to be mainly at. You know, some pop culture stuff here and there. Yeah, entertainment. Your general entertainment purposes. I think that's a great way to put it. Um, so that stuff, I think his first pilot comes out on Tuesday. Um, his show is called What's Streaming. That's going to be Bryce's show. So we now have BDL, your your general variety show. We cover it all. One-on-one's obviously got all your music. The Mansion's got all your lifestyle and personal needs. Doing everything underneath the sun. The Owen Show is going to cover all your sport needs, your, your generals, the NBA, the NFLs. We have Matt and Brendo's show, which will soon be titled. It probably is titled by the time me saying this, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head, so I'm not going to do that. They got the baseball show coming out, and Bryce has what's streaming coming out. So the crew just grew by an extra three people. Taking over. Too much content. Y'all going, y'all eardrums going to be sick of listening to me. I'll tell you that much because I know I'm going to have an intro on all them shows. Yeah, Too easy. So 
with that, obviously, coming up, apparently I should have mentioned this last two weeks, and I didn't, so that's on me. So here's a late announcement for you. Should have got this news two weeks ago. I apologize you're just getting it now. But February 15th, still a little bit of ways away. Obviously, we got Valentine's Day the day before. Special week around the time of the year, obviously, with that holiday. We got two shows coming out that week, two BDLs on top of your four regularly scheduled, five regularly scheduled programs now. So... That's a year. Yeah, we gonna put, huh? That's a year. Nah, that's we doing two shows that week for BDL. You know what I'm saying? That's a year. That is that is a year. That's crazy. Damn, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> that's crazy. All right, <laughs> that took me. Back COVID is a bitch. Yeah, man. I remember the second episode we recorded this shit was during that cold snap last year. Shit, trash. Uh, it was down negative to like twenty seven. Negative twenty seven with the wind chill. Had the stove on for heat. That is the that's the hardest I've ever struggled in my life right there. I was, was like, bro, what so the fuck cold. is going on out here, bro? This shit is crazy. So cold, bro. Yeah. So obviously, when your anniversary's coming up, winter was like, Yeah, boy, it's gonna be cold again. <laughs> We're not playing these games. We gotta keep that shit consistent. Yeah, bro. So um and obviously yeah, with the Owen show talking about wildcard uh, weekend wrapping up. Looking forward to the divisional round and also covering a lot of the Black Monday stuff. We covered, we did a show last week. It just, it wasn't able to come out. So we kind of recapped a lot of the stuff that we talked about from there as well. So there's a lot of football on that show to be heard. And also with 101, they did a DS4 and uh, a weekend album review on their 101 this week. So they got a lot of stuff on there as well. So before we get to our first topic, now that we're a whole 10 minutes in, Finally about to get to this first topic. I got to read a quick ad for y'all from an Anchor original podcast. A Better Utopia is an audiobook podcast full of dark adventures and magic. Follow the story of Sergeant Uliam Dunn as he returns home from a hellish war to a country on its way to their own. Written by a veteran and father of four, A Better Utopia's goal is to entertain and make the listener think about their views of life without having to listen to a bunch of political BS. A Better Utopia also has a special episode coming on November 22nd later this year, which takes a break from the story and goes behind the scenes in an in-depth perspective of The Better Utopia. So. Wow. Yeah. That's a mouthful. It is. Holy that's shit. up there. You know what I'm saying? But we got it. We got it there. What the fuck? Into our first topic for the day. We're going to start off with a little doozy. A little fun one for y'all. Obviously, we had to do a little prep work here. This is the the research aspect of the show, obviously. So, y'all picked an artist before we got here. Y'all had to build your own album based off this artist's discography. I need an intro for this album. It has to be a true intro off one of their albums. I need a four songs in the middle. And now this could be the best. You think this is this song. This could be my personal favorite. This could be these four just really work together despite being off different projects completely. Y'all give me the four. Y'all give me a true outro, a true outro to one of their albums. And that's what we're going to do. So, Ja'Cory, I'm going to start with you. Yes, sir. Who you got for me? Oh, well, I'm a Cole fan. So okay. That's who I decided to go with. You're rocking with Cole. He took my easy answer, boy. I'm going yeah, to have to get creative. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I try to think, but I mean. You got to do what you got to do. Go ahead and go. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get there. So what do you got for us? What's the intro to this album? Um, The intro to this album is going to be the intro off of 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Okay. 
It was just titled intro, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I like so, that one. I, I feel like that's a good one. Like, the, was, do you want to be, do you want to be happy? Just yeah, like, that really one sets, sets a, a, Yeah, exactly. Sets a real good mood and stuff like that. Okay. Um, what are your songs in the middle? What's the beef of this album look like? First song coming off is She Knows. Oh, of okay. Off Born Center. So that's going to be number two for me. Um, the third song, if I remember correctly, it was going to be... What was the song going to be? Man. Do you remember what album uh, it was off of? Do you remember? I do. Was it off 14 Four Souls Drive? It was not. I, I, it Ooh. was a different album. I'm, it's awesome. just about a different album for each one almost. Ooh, but it okay. was... Silent Story? Mm-hmm. Was it? Did you dig far that back? Or did you go to KOD? I think I, I went to KOD for the fourth one. I remember Okay. That. So what? This one mm. was... 03 Adolescence. Ah. I don't know why that was so hard to think. It was okay. on 2014. It was yeah, my bad. Okay. But yeah, it was 03 Adolescence. Okay. My fourth one is Photograph from KOD. Mm. I, okay. I feel like that's a good one. These are more, more of my personal favorites, not really a ranking, honestly. But the uh, I would say fourth one is photogra- Photographs. Okay. The fifth one is Sacrifices. Oh. But not the... Not the regular album version. I would say the deluxe version because okay. it's out. It's an outro on the regular version, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, but I'm gonna say sacrifices. And the last one is for your eyes only. I feel like those are my the, six. The outro. Yes, sir. Okay, I, I like, like that. I like six. a little six piece. Not too bad, man. Not too bad at all. Side with some wings and fries. Easy. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, sir. All right, Sam. What you got for me? I think I might have a guess to who the artist is, but it's all up from there. What you got? Future. You rocking with Future? Yeah. What's the intro track, dog? All Right from Purple Rain. Ooh, okay. I see you. Um, What's the beef? What are we working with here? Fetty, which is, I think, eight off of um Monster. Okay, off Monster. And then Another Meaning is... Seventeen off of DS two. Oh, what'd you say it was? I think it's seventeen. What was the song again? Another meaning. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Purple Rain. Also from Purple Rain. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's up there. It's ridiculous. And then posted with the demons from High Off Life. And then my. What's the outro would be sorry, uh, sorry, because technically that was the outro, and then what was that eventually he put on pie with him and Chris Brown, but that wasn't originally the the outro, but that's off of um Hendrix. I see, I see, I see, I see. So I had to get creative here. Um, obviously, Cole, Cole was taken from me. You know, so I had to bring something else. And when I'm thinking about, like, <laughs> artists that I've listened to, true multiple full albums that I feel like I can pull something from. Eminem's up there. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Kendrick was up there for me. But I felt like being a Cole fan and sitting here trying to do Kendrick just felt disrespectful to my favorite artist. So I couldn't do that to him. Um, so I think what I ended up going with was Big Sean, which... Again, I can't believe I'm sitting here doing a whole album of Big Sean. But hey, bro, you can say what you want, bro. Motherfuckers had album-like songs 
and good ass oh, yeah, albums no, before. So my intro is gonna be the intro off I decided. Also self titled, just the intro. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna keep it on I decided, and probably go sacrifices with Migos on it. Tough. Um, That's not as hard. <laughs> down to Dark Sky Paradise. Play no games with Chris Brown. And then maybe Hall of Fame from 2013. Take it way back and go with Beware. Should be web. You remember that shit? Yeah, bro. That was crazy. Still um, crazy. Yeah. That's one. That's two, three. I'll probably go back to I Decided Again. Probably go No Favors with Eminem. I like that. If, actually, I mean, if I could throw a true feature, I mean, it's not his song. But I would definitely throw Forever on. Was he on Forever? Or am I tripping? The, you know what I'm talking about for LeBron's movie when it came out? Was Big Sean on that track? Or no? Mm-hmm. I thought he was. I might be tripping. He wasn't on that one. He was on um, Mercy. and Yeah, he um, was on Mercy. I remember that. Them shits. Them good money Drake, Kanye, Lewis. I want to do this, but I don't want to play the song. It's going to play the song. Oh, I turned it down just in time. Who the fuck was on this? It wasn't Big Sean. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Forget I ever said forever. I didn't say that shit. I know my music. Fuck you talking about. Yeah, um, but relax. <laughs> oh, I closed my music app. Now I'm not on Big Sean's page anymore. Um, probably that track with Eminem off I decided. And then my outro. Um, the outro I probably honestly had to go back to I decided again. Because that, that album just flowed in and out. The story was so well there. Obviously, Blessings with Drake from Dark Sky Paradise is up there, too, but it just fell out the cut. That was too predictable for me to put it in there. I couldn't do it. So, that's <laughs> what I got. I mean, I know that was kind of out there, but I give me a break, bro. I just structured Big Sean. So, it is what it is. We're through it. On to the next one. So, with that, we're going to jump into our first game of the day. Now, this one, y'all going to have to be quick. Passing this mic back and forth. I'll tell you that with this game. So we're going to play the aging game. I'm going to name you off an album. I want you to tell me how it's aged and give me give me a rating out of 10 where you think it sits at right now. So this first album I have is Magna Carta Holy Grail by Jay-Z. What's, how's it aged? And give me a rating for it. What do you think? Out of what, 100? Out of 10. Um... So how is age is I think great. It's like fine wine keeps yeah. getting better. It's kind of it, it reached I mean, a peak and it's still really, there. I never really like think that it lost its peak. I guess, but then again, like I know I have a different kind of ear for music, but it's so simplistic. But the message behind it is kind of powerful. Yeah, you're not wrong. So I I, I really enjoy that. That body of work. Um, okay. What would you give it out of 10 now? A 10. You think it's a flat 10? Yeah, right. I think you definitely probably I mean, can't go wrong only with that The only thing I would say, like, that's wrong with it, or, like, that could have been better. It's just, like, the snippets that he has, he could have made them songs. But that's just me, like, lusting for it. Like, mm. like being kind of selfish. Fair enough. Because, like, there's a song on him... On there, the beach is better. Should have been longer. That fucking freestyle is so hard. I brought sand to my beach because my beach is better. You mm. can keep the bitch because my bitch is better. 
Yeah. Shit's ridiculous. Jay-Z's hard, bro. All right. Corey, what you think? Magna Carta, Holy Grail. What you um, got? I would say that it aged well, honestly, just because most... I, I feel like this is like a bad way to say it, but real music fans definitely know about it. Definitely know like it's like how it, I guess the impact of it for sure, whether it's like different generations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's some people that might not go to it and whatnot just because they're not finna do that. But I do feel like it, ha- it has still kept its level of like, I don't Excellence. know. Yeah, basically. I would agree. It's, what would you give it out of 10? Oh, I say a ten for for as well. Rocking it with ten. Yeah, I, I don't think you could really go wrong there. Like that's a classic ass album. Honestly. So, um, next album we got up. We'll just we'll stay here. We'll just bounce back and forward we'll do two at a time. Savage mode. Twenty one Savage <laughs> Metro Boomin. What you got? That was I just I feel like yeah that's that, to me personally that album is aged well. I can still go back to that and like still have the same feeling I did when I listened to it the first time. Obviously, like, I wouldn't say the exact same feeling, but yeah, it that, can still that give me like that. Yeah, can pull some feelings. Yeah, you feel <laughs> me? It was just like crazy. such a... It was crazy, man. I feel like it aged well for me, for sure. And, what would you um, give it out of 10? That's probably my favorite album, my 21. Okay. <laughs> In all seasons, so I say a 10. If you want to rock with a 10, you can rock with a 10. For sure. Because I'm not finna disagree with you. Um, Sam, what you got? That shit trash, oh my god. Huh? Damn. What'd you say? Yeah. No, I need you to say it loud. That shit trash as fuck. That shit trash? That's no ass. cap. Nah, I'm bullshitting. I was, like, <laughs> I was literally just sitting here and be like, I don't know where to go with this shit from here. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to follow What the fuck? Nah, it's straight. Um, it's funny you say that. That's low-key predictable, but not predictable. But uh, I enjoy it still. Um, what'd you give it out of ten? A nine. Rock with a nine? Yeah. I I like I love that album. That was my introduction to Twenty One. It's the first Twenty One I ever listened to. Oh well, yeah. You you came at a good time. So like Ocean Drive. Oh my god, different, yeah. bro. Ridiculous. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. But I was nah illegal shit back then. So. Insanity, insanity. I was. Yeah, bro. Be careful. Yeah. Careful now. Hold yes. on. Yeah. Got too much diff on your chip. Calm down there, boy. Come on now. All right. Uh, What's yeah. out of 10? You said 9 out of 10? I'm rocking with 9 out of 10. I can, I can respect that. Barter 6, Young Thug. 10. You think it's a 10? I'd rock with a 9. That's up there. Bro, that shit is so hard, bro. I can't give it out of 10 to everything. That's tough. Yeah, you can. You can? You just rocking? You think there's that many 10s out there? I mean, He's look like at the, the music. You get I mean, a look at the music. Look at the music that was coming out. Like, look at what you have said. Like, it's not like you said. But no there's bullshit. like twenty more albums. We gonna have to speed this. That's up. fine. That's Which cool. ten? You rocking with a ten? I respect that. I respect it. Square, what you got? Oh. Part six, Young Thug. I'd say a ten. You rocking really with really like too? a nine point five to ten? Yeah, but. It's valid. It could go like you feel me. It can go either way. It was a good, good ass album. My my opinion on Thug has changed so much since like 2014. It's yeah. ridiculous. Like I, I used to have that overarching. I was just like that motherfucker's ass. I couldn't understand him. I was like nah. 
And then, what was that song that came out in 2014? Stoner? Um, nah. Uh, Lifestyle. Lifestyle, yeah. Lifestyle came out, and I was like, this shit ass, bro. But two months later, I finally that, figured out what the fuck he was saying. I was like, that shit was this crack. shit's fucking ridiculous. And I started crack. listening to more Thug, and I was like, this shit is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. bro. Thug is like that. I fully agree. I'm rolling with a nine and a half on that one, too. Next up, Rolling Papers, Wiz Khalifa. That's tough. That is tough. There is some there is some Classes gas on packs there on sure. there. Yeah. As I much mean, as they might be like corny when you look back on them sometimes. Yeah. For the times, ridiculous. It's very nostalgic for sure. It is. So I'd say bro. it aged well. And it um, definitely aged well. But I can give it a solid nine. I'd 8. go nine. 5, I was nine. like eight point yeah. five. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't want to let nostalgia run it, you know, because there's allowed to be better Spider-Mans. We're going to get to Spider-Man later. I'm curious. Don't let me forget. I got a question for you. Yeah. But. Right. Snake is cap, your honor. Yeah. What you got? Rolling papers with Khalifa. <laughs> um, How you feeling I'm about a biased with Khalifa fan. Okay. So, I mean, it definitely aged well, but I would just say it's a 10. But you feel I like mean, the nostalgia kicks on that album a lot? I feel like nostalgia, like, Bro, you kicks know what me was going on. That was, Rolling Papers came out 2011. <laughs> That's 10 years, bro. You 11 years. You know what years. was going on? Huh? It was about, like, you know what was about to happen, bro? That was literally when NBA Live stopped coming out. 2K took over. NBA yep. V2 was coming out just a, f- a couple months later. Yeah. Black Ops had just come out. Crazy run. Hello, mate. MW3 came out at the same time, and I had that game on a DS, Bull, oh, and it was... M3 was oh, so good, man. bro. Crazy. Man. Starboy, by the weekend. What you got, Corey? Oh. Yeah, we expanded the borders we here. definitely did, man. Definitely did. Oh. Honestly, it, during the time period, I didn't give it much, like, much ear, nothing like that. Much was it the album, or just, like, kind of him in general? It was... Because I remember listening to, like, Starboy, like, yeah. when it was on the radio and shit. But I didn't really go listen to this album until, yeah, honestly, probably, like, within the last six months. I would say that's what it was for for. So, I don't have a lot to say about it. But I, feel, I do feel like it was super impactful. Like, I did see what it was doing. That motherfucker just I makes just, hits, Exactly. Bro. Like man. He is a fucking certified hit maker, bro. For sure. He has my respect, for sure. Sam, what you think? How you feel about, how you feel about Starboy? You handing out tens? Hell no. Oh, Damn. How you feel about Starboy? That shit was... Just, I ain't listen. Yeah, let's do it all. Did you like Starboy, like any of the commercial tracks off it or anything? No. Nothing. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised by that. Starboy was... Yeah, it was jiggy. Like, it was cool. Yeah, the commercials... That was a commercial Fuck, to me. Like, no, bro. That shit had me fucked up. Oh, bro, get your ass. <laughs> get your ass on, good. Young guy, bro. Get back sad. Like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I don't wish the pressure on nobody. Like, let me make that first and foremost, but... He's definitely a different being when he's, he's upset, emotionally distraught. You're not wrong. Because, bruh. He is a different animal. That call out my name, bruh. Come here, nigga. Oh, my God. Come here, nigga. This is ridiculous, bro. tell you something, bruh. Yeah. He's but, a um, hitmaker, bruh. It is what it is. He gonna do him. So what you got for a wolf, Tyler the Creator? Ten. Ten? Just undisputed. Ten. He said, drop the mic, hand Ten. it off. Ja'Cory, what you think? Wolf, Tyler, the creator. I didn't get it in Tyler until recently. So, okay. But I did go look back and listen to mostly everything. So I would give it like 
a nine. I probably have to listen to it again to honestly give a vibe. I tapped it. back but into I it recently. Truly too. respect it. Like that's and there's he, so many albums. He's there. so dynamic, so crazy. He's so like yes. I was like, what was I doing? And why did I not go? And you feel me? I regretted not listening to him. So yeah, I mean, no, it's valid. I mean, it's the demographic in which you're in as well. Where he was at, and he was not. Yeah. Vocal. Exactly. All right. The Carter Five, Lil Wayne. Mm, I think tough. it's gonna age better. Come on, that now. the demo, the demo, the the Lux came out. That shit's hard. That okay. deluxe is so hard. What's on the deluxe? What was the extra? Yeah, the Benny feature, like Benny and Conway. Two chains, which is him and two chains, is always a great collab. Um, um, Raekwon feature. O Tang, O Tang, O Tang member, and then um, damn, I I don't know if uh, I it was impactful. It, I, I don't mean, know if I, I listened to it. It was tough. Like I was sitting here about to, but I probably say it's like a. Like a seven five. That's what I was. Eight. That's literally exactly what so, I was saying. So I mean, it was good, but I feel like the expectations is what ruined that album to me. Like, no, I think because I feel was like the it was a solid that, piece of work, but I was like, I think it's the fact that people were expecting that shit to be like something it wasn't supposed to be. The Carter series already got his name, and it's already got his branding, and people were trying to make it seem like he had to come out like nigga, he don't got a rap. Like nothing, he blessing us at this point to give us music for real. It's not even now. I'm Niggas like, just trying to make it seem like he had to rap to to to, to pay bills again. Bro, like, tra- the, no. the expectations part. What I'm talking about is that like Travis Scott tweeted in 2012 that he worked on this album. That shit came out in 2019, 2020. I think around 1918, year. somewhere in there. Yeah, like we've been waiting for like six years. So it's just like. Everybody's been talking about it for so long that like you're like, motherfucker, this shit better kill. Yeah, it was a lot of built up anticipation for that. So that shit hurt for, for me, but I still think it was good. I think it goes from like probably like an eight and a half to a seven and a half because of I was like I was high on that shit, and then it came out and I was like, it's good, but like it's like a nine win yeah. team, not a twelve win team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how I feel about it. How you feel about it? I give it an eight myself. It was good. I did like it. I when I gave it like listen to it was and obviously I was already riding on like a high of like waiting for it for so long anyway. So I was probably bumping it a little bit more than I probably should have. But going back through again, like it does have its hits, it does have its good ass songs on there and like you can see what he was trying to do with it and I respect it. But like you said, a lot of built up anticipation for it, really like some Really high standards, sitting up on the, sitting it up on this pedestal and whatnot. Yeah, I would agree with you, man. Definitely hit it on the head. So, next up, "Under Pressure" by Logic. I don't listen to Logic at all. You're at like all. zero out. Zero. All right, that's fair. I'm gonna let Sam talk about it. I'm gonna come back because I get where you're coming from. Hopefully, he doesn't drag you. Because I can see where you're coming from. Oh, I, don't know. I don't care. What do you I think? Under pressure. Where you guys? Music. Did you like Under Pressure? Yes, that's my favorite Logic album. Outside, Rated. outside, like I think 
I think it was Young Sinatra. Young Sinatra? I think that was the tape. It's like a series. It's like one, two, three. Some yeah, story. The Unbelievable Story. Is that what you're talking about? No. What's on the cover? Young Sinatra. Sinatra. Oh, yeah. You are talking about Sinatra. Okay. Anywho. Um, how, do you, how do you feel like it's aged? What's the rate? I'd say it's probably a solid nine. For real, for real. I actually recently just listened to that shit. Like, I think like sometime last week. And that shit go fat, bro. That Nicki come back on, that shit gives me goosebumps. Ridiculous, Because the personification, I love any personification song, but the way he did that right, was Right, he kills that tough. shit. Yeah. So here's what I'll tell you. I understand the overarching opinion that logic is ass. I feel like a majority of us found logic as he was coming off the hill. Like, you know, everybody was on Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper fell off. Everybody yeah, was off yeah. Chance the Rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers know. was there when Acid Rap was coming out and on the way up. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Logic's, like, his Acid Rap and all his build, the mainstream wasn't there yet. Or yeah. even the underground scene wasn't really there yet. Like, I feel like all the motherfuckers jumped on and heard one album. It was like, this shit ass. But, yeah, like... Yeah. The four best that. albums are the ones that just came out beforehand. You know what I'm saying? I, knew I do think people. you need to. You might need to listen under pressure. Okay, I, I the, the lyricism is there. I feel like I've heard probably a couple freestyles, maybe a couple different songs, just from like having people. He is corny me that nowadays. To yeah, but this album came out a while ago, so I'm gonna tell you that. Uh, go ahead, Sam. What you got? You want to talk? No, you good? All right. There's there's some gems on there. Bad, bad, I understand bad. where you're coming from, but there's I'll some gems in. on there. Um, Doris by Earl Sweatshirt. Did you listen to this I one? I just got into Earl. Like, just got into Earl? Just recently oh got into Earl. So, Sam, Sam likes to sound like It was the same thing I could tell you about Tyler. You know what I'm saying? It was like I, I knew about all of them growing up, you feel me? And just like in that time period, but I didn't listen to them. I was, listening, I was like heavy in R&B. But we're not mm. getting into that. Yeah, see, I haven't got all the way into R&B. Ten. You feel like it's a 10? You're like, fuck it. <laughs> fuck this shit. Wow. I, don't need, I don't need to say Ten. nothing about it. Ten, Keep that shit going. Fair enough. Keep it pushing. Revenge of the Dreamers 3, Dreamville. Oh, man. <laughs> Ten. Ten. First of all, I let me think. go back to Under Pressure before we get there. My bad. Under Pressure, Logic. My main point, I forgot to mention this. I think it's a 9 out of 10. I don't think it's aged well at all because motherfuckers are not listening to that shit. Talking about that. Motherfuckers are like, nah, Logic's ass. I ain't listening to that. Under Pressure is good, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah. Stamp of, BDO stamp of approval. I know all three of us agree. That's Shay's favorite Logic track. I believe it's his favorite project. Stamp. Listen to that fucking album. Yeah. Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Yeah, man. 10. Like ridiculous, I, yeah. But it's ridiculous. crazy because I knew it. I didn't really know it dropped, but I did know that it dropped, and I was listening to it because I, I think it was like what Down Bad was already out or some yeah. shit like that. So like I it was heard uh, that shit. God, what was the leading single for that? Uh, under the sun with no, yeah, there was under the sun. Uh, it was Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, was the Costa other Rica one with Guap Dad for by four thousand. Everybody, bro, yeah, I shit you not. I was on family vacation. Around this time. It's the first time my girlfriend, my current girlfriend, this is what, you know, three years, this is like 2018, yeah. three, four years ago now. We were in vacation in Branson. My current girlfriend was with me. This is her first time going out to vacation with my family. Just that lead, just Costa Rica was out. The yeah. album wasn't out, but that lead track was out. And I played the 
fuck out of it that entire trip to where I shit you not, if I were to get in a car with my girlfriend today and turn Costa Rican on, she calls it the Branson song. She's just like, she just remembers that that's the song I listen to nonstop the whole fucking week. This album is crazy. Yeah, bro. Crazy good. And then the fact that they did that shit in 10 days. No way, bro. 10 I refuse days. to believe it. I, re- I truly don't, honestly, which There's is no crazy. Way. I did watch this little documentary and everything. Yeah. But, bro, that shit is fucking crazy. Uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you, a slept on song right now for that is the Oh Wow Swerve. And then the, the switch with fucking, what's his name, bro? Um, oh, fuck who's, what's his fucking name? I'm about to name? look it. I'm about to look. Uh, 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 Maxo Cream is on the second half yes. of that song, bro. Bro, don't get me started, but that might that's all that shit. Well, listen, the, the might, second th- oh, this fuck. should we the second this recording is over, we're listening to that song. What you think? Revenge of the Dreamers three. I'm guessing you're giving it a ten, Jacory. Ten for sure. You got a ten from me too. Does it get the official thirty rating, Sam? How you feeling? You gonna crash the party? Damn. I mean twenty eight out of thirty ain't bad, but that does bring a tear to my eye. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't really uh I'm telling you. I'm not going to say fuck with it, but... Did you dive into that shit The time all? that it came out, it just was... I don't feel like it was a good time for it to come out. Dive into I, it. I Next have. time... I'm saying, I'm saying, like, the time that they, like, released mm. that shit... You feel like it's gotten better since then? Yeah. Like, it's aged well, but I don't think the time that they released it initially was a good time for that kind of music to come out. Fair enough. I can respect that. It's just undervalued. It is. It's extremely underrated. I think it's just because it's collab tape. People are like, nah, it's collab tape. You know, it's whatever. Um, which is definitely not the right mindset to have because that album is fucking crazy. Um, certified Lover Boy, Drake. What you got? What do you got? Jersey's most recent project. What you got for me? You think I age well? Would you give it out of 10? I think somebody's phone's ringing next door, maybe. Yeah, bro. Because, yeah, that shit is loud. That ain't my phone, I'll tell you that much. COB, out of 10. I know, obviously, it hasn't had much time to age, but you feel like it's gotten better in a little bit. Bogus. Nine. Um, I'll say it's a nine. Say it's a nine? I mean, it hasn't had too much time to age, but yeah. you have any. You think it's like. You think it's gonna age well? Probably about. Three years. You think it'll age as good as his other albums have? I think it'll age as well as nothing was the same. That album's crazy, bro. It's really insane to look back at his discography, bro. Three years. Yeah, it is. It's fucking Views is still my favorite album by him all time. I think it was just the time that I was... Again, we talked about this with video games. The more I listen to shit, especially if if it dominated an era for me... It's up there. It don't matter if it really is the best shit. And Views dominated 2016 for me. Dominated the fucking... Like, that's the first time I probably turned 2014 Forest Hills Drive off in two years. I was like, nah, I'm listening to Views. <laughs> Fuck that shit, bro. Great. I'm telling you, bro. That middle run of that album is crazy. 10 out of 10 Views. It's not even on the list. It's on the list now. 10 yeah, out of 10. Went fat, bro. <laughs> All right. He went crazy. How you feel about CLB, Jacory? You Drake guy though? No, yes. I'll give it like a five. Damn, he came low with it. Which is, I mean, was it something bad about it or what happened? It just wasn't. It's probably just not for me. In all seriousness, that specific like 
Which is crazy. I fuck with Drake. He can like bro can rap. He can actually rap. Like yeah, he, he can't. Can. Okay, Drake I'm glad. Rap. Like for sure, he like, can rap. Scorpion. I don't know why I we, like Scorpion, which is really? crazy. Like I like Scorpion. I didn't I know like a Scorpion lot of people. This is like his lowest streaming one, mm. and a lot of people didn't like it. But I actually liked it because he was rapping, like he was rapping for. He was, but he wasn't. He had like a different one, different songs. He had like well, it wasn't like nonstop and Trezon. guys playing on there. But what is that song? My favorite song off of there was like Sandra's Rose, and so I mean, but I do seven a.m. Like, on Bridal <laughs> Path has got to be up there for me. That's just he just the flow unleashes and just yeah. Yeah. all of the ones where he has like the time in the in the title is damn near five. exactly undefeated. Like, bro. Five a.m. in Toronto, you know yeah, what it means? Like seriously, ridiculous. The massacre, Fifty Cent, boy, some from Fifty. The massacre is the isn't that the shattered one? The blow one, that, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Candy Shop was on that hoe. Ten, ten, classic. Ten, hundred percent. There's nothing, nothing to be said. Part ten. of that fifty run, all of them tens, easy. Sam, yeah, rolling with it. Thirty. Is that the perfect thirty? Maybe that might be the first perfect thirty. I don't know. I need my statistician to check in on me with that one. Make sure I'm not doing it. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Acid rap, Chance the Rapper. Ten. Yeah, I would go with a ten. Corey, you feel like it's ten? Ten, I agree, honestly. Ten, hundred percent. Tens around the board. Top ten mixtape of my high school generation. Top ten mixtape for you, and just high school. Of high school. Of high school, yeah. Like I said, it dominated an era. Yeah. Like there was a time frame where, like, oh, six months to a year, you were like, "That is heavy rotation." Oh, that shit came out in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. I was a freshman. I'm saying my high school career, like from thirteen to seventeen. Well, technically, I graduated early, but you're like. That shit was in heavy rotation for you? Bro. Like that, Doris. You fell off of it for four months and then listened to it nonstop for a month again the second you rediscovered it? That, Doris, fucking, what else came out of high school? Um, 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 Watching music with the sound off. Like, 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 that was just clockwork. It was ridiculous. I'll give you that. Good AM. Trap Soul. Bryson Tiller. I ain't gonna lie to you though. How you feeling about it? Seven five. I ain't listened to that shit until like probably like twenty nineteen. Fair enough. Be. I respect it. I don't really listen. You to ain't got like that. You got that shit for me. There's shit that oh, came yeah, out no, in twenty sixteen. No, I, I just listened to. I only I knew about him. I mean, shit, nigga. He did the what was it? Wasn't TikTok? It was Vine. That was still going crazy. Born when off he, when he had yeah, but that nigga had that. Pull up skirt, getting her bro. Yeah, niggas was going at Riley, boy. Yep. Oh God, bro. So Corey, how you feel? I say like a seven. Yeah, like I was riding range. in with like six and a half, seven. Yeah. That yeah. not the top two tracks with exchange and don't, uh, yeah. and don't. Ridiculous. Valid, for sure. Top ten broken heart songs of all time, bro. Easy shit. Don't Rod Wave ain't got shit on that. The story Nothing. of him making that song is crazy. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard it before. Um, so it's like some some shit that you I talk heard. about. Don't. Yeah. Like okay. When I heard around the time it was like the Vine, Vine um time period and stuff like that again, but basically he was supposed supposed to have like bought five hundred dollars or some shit for from his sister, so he can get like the studio shit to set up and record that song and then. Damn. That shit, yeah, I was that shit went up, and I that's was like, "That's crazy, that's cold, like that's fire, that's wild, bro." Next up, uh, meet the Wu Two, Pop Smoke. I didn't really give it 
too much of a listen. Okay, fair enough. I, it was. Wasn't Did you listen to Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon at all? Oh, not me. Too. That was the first one, wasn't it? Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon was and the, that was the, the first one, one that came out after he passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you listen to the, the black cover? Um, yeah, I did listen to that one actually a little bit. I so said, that's another insane. one. I think that's like our D three level greatness, bro. That gets I can understand that. Me. That album is fucking gas. We ain't talking about that album though. Meet the Woo too. Um, didn't listen to it much. I didn't. I don't have a lot to say about it. I, that's fair enough. I mean, Sam? I just I knew he knew. Meet the Woo too. What you got? Um, that's my favorite possible. You rock ten. Yeah. I'm gonna rock with a nine. I think it's my second favorite project. That's my favorite. Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon went crazy N- for me. I don't I'm care. Sorry. No. I haven't even listened to Faith yet. Mega what? Nigga, like I said, I don't think I you talking about I really bro. listen to it that much. Yes, Next I don't year, think you was hearing him, bro. Yeah, I gotta go listen to Faith. I do. But I was so uh, nervous, bro. Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon oh was like so peak for me. Do you feel like Faith is better than Shoot for the Stars Aim for the Moon? Huh? Do you feel like Faith is better than Shoot for the Stars? No. No? Okay. But it's good, though. Yes? No? No. Oh, it's not good. Okay, cool. Then I ain't missing shit. Mm. Fine. I'm cool with that. I mean, it ain't bad. It ain't good. (laughs) Yeah, All right. We gonna run quick quick through the rest of this list because we've been taking extended time here. So I need I need the age and I need out of ten. How do you feel like an age? Give me out of ten. We'll run through these last one real quick. At long last ASAP, ASAP Rocky. Ten. Greatness. Jacory, how you feel? I'll say nine. Nine? Not a lot of listens. I'm rocking but like a nine and a half. No, nah, I'm going ten. I'm cap ten. Um I feel like that one's aged well. Yeah, I feel like it has aged well. That's why I give it what I give but in the top. You gotta period. put it up. Yeah. Jesus is King, Kanye West. No listens. I haven't listened to this one either yet. The same shit. How you feel about the same? Ten. Ten? That shit's hard. Undisputed? Yeah. For the bullshit, man. That's, that's a good ass album. Untitled Unmastered, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Ten. Lamar. Ten? Ooh. You feel like it's age well? Hell yeah. It's age well? Okay. Jacory? Ten. And I agree. I ain't gonna lie to you. Not a lot of listens, bro. I haven't listened to Untitled on Master that much. Uh, I remember when it came out. I do remember when it came out. A lot of my buddies, a lot of my buddies hated that shit when it came out. I ain't started listening to this shit until Javon Baldwin. Ah, okay. Like, or I have a close friend. Same as Javon Baldwin. He's a freak athlete. He is a freak guy. athlete. I get uh, that. He fucking. Um, we were talking. I just got done with some work related shit and listened on a snap, and I was like. Oh shit! Kendrick just dropped some new shit. He's like, yeah, bro. You know I've been on this shit for. He's a huge Kendrick fan, so he usually was listening to that shit. It's like damn near as fast as I be listening to most of my artists that I'm fans of. So it's just yeah. crazy. But um, yeah, shout out to him. That's crazy, bro. True story, no cap. Easy. Next up, Institution Kodak Black. Ten. Which one is this? What covers this? It's the one with him. Um, posing like he's you know, just like oh, Ted, yeah, Ten. yeah. I was like, I don't recognize that yeah, off the title. Agreed, Ten. Ten. It was valid for me. Um, love is rage, Lucy Vert. Ten. Oh, that's for me. Sam, you going ten? 
10. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. I really, you know, you got to say, you know, you yeah. got to do what you got to do, Corey. I don't like that when they put that shit on streaming platforms. They've changed the, they changed it. The mix? They changed what? everything. They, they changed the way that it was mixed. They changed. Was it better couple, beforehand? Hell yeah. There was like four, like three or four like, songs. I was, the Love is Rage I heard that was still fucking good. I mean, no, it's good, but like there are songs that were taken off of it that should be on there. Like. Like, New York Nights at 21 was a technical song on there, but he made it a single, I think, because of SoundCloud. Uh, um, um, there's another single that's on there that was, they got taken off. It's, it's technical shit, but that's just because I remember the time I was listening to that. And that's crazy. That shit came out from 15. Like, that shit is wild, bro. That shit is wild. You know what I mean? That shit came out right after Slime Season 2, and that nigga put me on. Shout out, Thug. He put me on Uzi for real. Look out. Yeah, Love's Rage is a 10 for me. That shit was life-changing. I'm going to lie to you. Question mark by X. Uh, I think it aged better than what people give it profit for, but I, as a person, it would say like an 8. I'm rocking with like a... I'm rocking with a 9. I want to go 9.5, but I feel like that's bogus. So I'll stick with the stick with the 9. I would say like a... I don't know, I don't like eight two. I like there. I like a good two thirds of that one. So I had yeah, to put that like, one up. Fuck, probably like six songs. I was like, I'm not gonna. I suck at Mad Ox song feature. Titles. That Mad Ox feature is fucking ridiculous. Uh, Insanity. Uh, yeah. Um. The Never Story by Jid. Yeah, Same. I see the I see the face on Jacory's light up, boy. That smile go crazy. How you feel about Jacory? I was <clears throat> damn, my bad. But I would say like a ten <laughs> for sure. Like it's I know, but Jid is nasty, bro. He's nasty. He's disgusting. That shit is crazy. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go nine and a half on that. I didn't listen to that as much as I should have. I need to go back and listen to that shit again. So next up, blonde, Frank Ocean. Classic. That's a ten. That's a ten for sure. For 10, sure. Yeah. Aged well. Aged amazing. Aged very well. Uh, you rock with the ten there, Sam? Yeah, I'd have to go. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not a huge Frank Ocean guy, so I haven't listened as much. That's another guy that I haven't really tapped into. To be honest, I real um, missing out. Yeah, missing out. Fair enough. Um, good kid. Good kid. Mad City. Kendrick Lamar. Last ten. one. Up. Ten. Certified classic. classic. We'll put the final yeah. stamp. Thirty out of thirty. There's yeah, no we, no debate yeah. to be had at all. So classic. Before we get into our next topic, I'm gonna read one. Uh, now I can't say one more because we definitely got a couple to go here. But I'm gonna read y'all another ad. This ad. Brought to you in part by No Limit Fantasy Sports. I'm weak as fuck. <laughs> What the fuck is that? Fantasy sports is is a term that refers to a contest of skill in which users compete against each other by creating teams consisting of real players from a professional sport. You can win these contests by choosing players that will perform well in real-life sport games. These players get rated on their performance in, in the games that they play for their club. A point system based on their individual actions of players is used to decide the score of individual of the individual player on No Limit Fantasy Sports platform. These points are called fantasy points. The more points your player has, the better, because if your team has the most points at the end of the contest, you will win. 
This is where the skill aspect comes into playing. Trying to find a good mix of expensive and high-scoring players and finding the cheapest players with the highest-scoring potential. All this daily fantasy stuff go crazy. I'm telling you, you got to be pay attention to the stat sheet. But, of course, it's about the actual live performance of the player in their upcoming game. So you should use the fantasy points as an indication of the performances of your players, but this can change in the upcoming game. Once the game starts, we track all live events of the game for your players and assign them a live score, and this live score is what it's all about. We show the fantasy points as well, so you can see if the player is performing above or below his projection. To increase your chances to select the best team, you can do research on the individual players to see their past performances, injury updates, even check out the player's social media through No Limit Fantasy Sports Platform. It's all about getting to know your players and to make sure that they are the best fit for your team. After your team is carefully selected, find a contest you want to enter and enter on the contest page, which can be free of entry or a paid buy-in. Once entered, you compete against other contestants and teams that they've made. The end goal is making it to the top of the contest by having the highest total live score with your team. If that happens, you will win a certain percentage of the prize pool depending on your final position in the contest. You good, bro? You need a drink of water? I might need a drink of water. Oh, That's no limit fantasy fantasy sports. Obviously, they handle all of our, our I'm daily I'm going to need them to stuff. concise that shit a little bit. Yeah. So, basically, what we're talking about is your normal fantasy football that you'd be playing week to week. They talk about each week you draft your own team. And, you know, if I'm like, I drafted Tom Brady last week. No, no, let me not do that. I drafted Joe Burrow last week, but they played the Rams this week. I would rather have... I'd rather have Derek Carr because he's playing it against Atlanta. Like I know he's going to light that defense up, that defense ass. I'm going to take Derek Carr that week. Next week, maybe I'll go Tom Brady against the Eagles. The week after, I go, you know, Patrick Mahomes against the Jaguars. I can pick whoever I want week in, week out, and I try to win money that week. I ain't no 17-week stretch to get there. You know what I'm saying? So, easy way to make money, fun way to look at sports. And, you know, that's what I do best. So, into our next topic today. Here on BDL. We talked about this a little bit last week in the unreleased episode, Sam. We're going to have to do this again. And I know how you feel about this. <laughs> My lead-up question before I get your answer to this. Okay. Who is the best Spider-Man? And I'm asking, I'm curious who your favorite is and then who you think the best Spider-Man is. Tobey Maguire. You think that is, is Toby the answer for both? Yeah. He said he's top two and he ain't two, motherfucker. Right. Fair enough. So this question here. Is what is the best trilogy of movies in the MCU for the individual characters? We're talking about Spider Man's three movies. We're talking about Thor one, two, and three, Iron Man one, two, and three, and Civil or uh, Captain America's three movies as well. You rocking with Spider Man? That's tough. That no, is tough, bro. Because some niggas changed three times, bro. Fair enough. Niggas suck. Sorry, ass niggas. Y'all trash for that. But I will say, trilogy? I probably would say. Uh, Iron Man. You rocking with Iron Man? Yeah. I mean, it's Kingpin started all, man. Nigga it's hard. hard to go against the one that literally kicked off the entire Nigga fly. He is. He's like... He ain't got no heart. I'm Iron Man. Literally. He said, I'm Iron Man. Y'all know where I live at? He ain't got no heart. Boy, I had to deal with his problems after that. Nigga, literally. Nigga is, is a, a Stone killer machine. machine. Bro. What'd you think, Corey? What's the top MCU trilogy to you? I agree with the Iron Man. You rock um, with Iron Man too? Yeah. I'm I feel you, like, dude. It's just super valid, man. So this is tough for me because 
Because when I'm looking at this, obviously, like I said, Iron Man kicks the whole thing off. Iron Man 2 is solid. Iron Man 3 is solid. Easy. I look at Spider-Man. Again, I have not seen No Way Home yet. I need yeah. to see it. I have somehow dodged a majority of the spoilers so far. It's insane. I don't know how the fuck I made it this far. It's crazy. Especially being on TikTok and Twitter as much as I be. But then you have Thor, which I'm not going to lie to you, is probably the worst trilogy. Thor 1 was meh at best. Thor 2, horrible. I don't even know if I watched. I don't even know if I finished Thor 2. Uh, that's I think that's Thor the Dark World. And then Thor 3, Thor Ragnarok. This is where it gets tricky because despite him, I think Thor the Dark World, which is his second movie, is probably the worst out of any of the standalone MCU films. Thor Ragnarok might be the best. That was I fucking movie. love Thor Ragnarok. So good. You can see the character switch. Yeah. First of all, there's a huge gap between uh, Dark World and Ragnarok coming out, but... Ragnarok is one of my favorite Marvel movies of all time. So that's yeah. tough. And also, when you look at Captain America, obviously he's the first canonically. He happens in the 40s. He's the first Avenger, technically. And then you look at his second one. We have Captain America, the Winter Soldier, brings in yeah. a whole new character. One of the better villains. And then the guy that ties in as an ally going forward with the Avengers. And then the third one is Captain America Civil War, which is basically its own Avengers film. I'd be forgetting sometimes that it's Avengers, which they fight Loki, Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, and mm-hmm. then they get into uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Whereas Civil War was just a dead-ass Captain America yeah. movie, bro. That's crazy. That's a whole-ass Avengers movie. So I'm going to go with Captain America because, like I said, I, I love personally up there with Ragnarok, uh, the first soldier his first movie is one of my favorites. And then, uh, obviously, who doesn't love the Winter Soldier as well? So, Thor's the one that's tricky. Iron Man's the safe bet. I like Captain America personally. And Spider-Man's going to have to age a little bit. Like, his third and second movie came out within the last three years. So, we got to we gotta let those sit for a while. Because he was a kind of a, a true late add to the trilogies. Um, into our next topic... From one movie to one TV show, Degrassi's getting a reboot coming to HBO Max in 2023. There's been a lot of talk about, there's a lot of shows that are getting reboot. We're going to talk about the Proud Family here in a little bit as well. But obviously, Degrassi's coming back. There is one famous rapper that was on Degrassi at the time. Um, so there's a lot of clamoring. Is Drake going to make an appearance? Will he have a role? Will he just have. You know, just a cameo on one show. He's like a substitute teacher one time. And also kind of, what's the market looking like? Are they Should they be making the show for us, trying to get us back into it? Or should they be making the show for like high school kids, trying to get them into Degrassi now? How do you oh. feel about it? Start with the Drake. How do you feel like he should handle this situation? I feel like he should do it. I mean, knowing Drake and what he does as far as marketing a lot of things, I feel like it would be a good look for him in all seriousness. And it would probably be fun. Like, yeah, I feel like didn't they have like an interview where they said they used to listen to the like his music on the set and stuff like that sometimes or during rehearsals they might be, and stuff I don't like know. that. So, but um, if they, I mean, I feel like they everybody would appreciate it as far as like the actors and everybody that was in the crew and whatnot. Yeah, I feel it. Sam, how do you feel? Do you feel like Drake should be back on Degrassi? Should it be a full season thing, one episode? He can do whatever he wants to do. He can do whatever. I say that, I say that in the do. fashion of like. Would it be interesting? Would you watch it? 
I don't watch TV, so no, I, I don't. I, really don't, I, I, I don't. I would not watch that shit. But if you saw it on social, say you scrolling through Twitter one day, yeah, I probably I, see my vote. What's the hiatus is over? You scrolling you through Twitter? On TV, go they show it. They show it. There's a three minute video on Twitter of like his scene in that episode. Would you sit there and watch the three minutes or no? Yeah, probably. Okay. Depends. I'm kind of curious. Probably, yeah. No, I probably would. I it. It's Drake. Is it is? I understand the marketing. First of all, they got to throw a bag at him. Like he's not finna do this shit for free. Yeah. I mean, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like it's a bad move. I mean, like, yeah. He's been getting on these rap beasts recently. The whole Pusha T thing. If he beefs with one more rapper after this, you know how easy that shit is to pull. Yeah, you love Degrassi so much. You went back a second time. Like, nah, you got to leave that shit dead. <laughs> in my opinion, you can't. Like, you get yeah. bullied for that shit already. You can't go <laughs> back and do the reboot. Like, as you got to learn from history on that one. So, I mean, if you don't care what them motherfuckers say about it, then more power to you. You got to do what you got to do. You fucking send that shit, get that money, make that you know, market that shit out, and move on with it. But I don't know. Do you feel like they should be making the show for us? Should they be trying to get oh. a new generation in Degrassi? How do you feel about it? If they were to do it again, I think they should make it. I, I feel like for us, for like the generation that watched it. Growing up. I feel like some of the people, if they did it for like new, uh, like unless they just started started new with everything and just like made it like a whole new scene type of thing almost. But if they just... Um, I don't, I don't know how to put it. I just feel like they should go with us. But I, I don't feel like it would catch the attention of, like, high schoolers or, like, younger generation. Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's tough because yeah. it's, a, it's a two-way street there. Sam, how do you feel about it? You think you think they should be marketing this to us? Should they be marketing it towards high school kids, middle school kids? How do you feel about it? I mean, I feel like high school kids and middle school kids wouldn't know really what to do with that shit. So I would say us because we really – would be the only people to know what's going on or like where where that shit really come from. That'd be my answer. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough for me because like I can agree to a certain extent, like trying to bring the show back for us. But I'm gonna be real, like I didn't watch I don't think Degrassi was a show that moved like did like the iCarly reboot, all motherfuckers was watching iCarly. Yeah. If you did if you're like, I never watched iCarly, you're a fucking liar. Or you didn't own a TV. That's also <laughs> an acceptable answer. Like all motherfuckers watch SpongeBob. We yeah, all watched that's true. Foster's, uh, you know, Foster's Home for Imaginary Kids, Samurai Jack, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Like, we watched cool. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, all that shit. Like, we was in it. You know what I'm saying? I had never, ever in my life watched Degrassi once. Yeah. Never happened. So, so, I don't feel like it's a show they can market, at least to us. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little too old. Maybe that just didn't catch my vibe when, when I was a kid. But, like, I don't give two shits, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I feel like they got to go after a new generation. Because, like I said, I just don't feel like they move numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if the Teen Titans, the Teen Titans we watched was oh like, we finna goodness. do a reboot. you like, oh boy, you better goodness. hook me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, give crazy. me that shit. But you know, just the random stuff. Yeah, TMNT. What is that that one show that I just thought of? Um my gym partner's a monkey. You remember oh, that shit? That, Gas. Yeah. Gas pack. Cartoons, or cartoons was different back then, bro. I'm telling you. Um, just shows in general were. But speaking of cartoons, the Proud Family also getting their reboot coming up. Um, so it's been about 10 years since the last episode aired. And Penny is still in high school. 
there's they've they've made that fact known. She's still in high school, just like she was in the original set. A lot of people have an issue with that. Um, do you feel like that bothers you at all? Do you think they should she should kind of be in college? And again, same question. I feel like they should market it to us, or do you feel like they should be kind of marketing it to a new generation? Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't really think it bothers me personally as far as her being in high school honestly because at the end of the day it's like really a, it, it i feel like it's nice but at the same time if they wanted to do something like when she was in college they would have to or like do it where it's further they would have to do it like 10 years ahead of time yeah because i feel like it's dumb to just that. drop her in as a freshman as high school exactly. like that seems just as dumb to me like maybe they're dropping us back into high school and we're gonna see that transition happen yeah which possibly. that would be cool i'll be cool i'll be down with that sam how do you feel about it uh, you feel like it bothers you that she's still in high school ten years after the fact? SpongeBob's been trying to get his boating license yeah, for like no, that shit's retarded. fourteen years now, bro. Actually, that shit's not retarded. That shit's bogus. That shit is bogus. I mean, I don't know. I think they're trying to do it in that fashion of like they're gonna have a bunch of messages in 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 real life scenarios to what goes on now. So the majority black women, young black women that are watching it can pick up something and young black men can pick up something. Yeah. Like, it'll have like a, like, you know, a trial and error type thing, yeah. Do you feel like it's, they should be marketing kind of towards us going forward or do you feel like yeah. it should be, this is a show that I feel like moved. Like, this show did numbers. This reboot should be for us in my opinion. Now I don't mind you trying to draw some some younger kids in with us, like trying to bring some high schoolers and some middle schoolers in, but like this this was a show growing up. This is a shit you turned on. Like there's some cartoons back in the day and today that like you took you kick the TV on if you ever do. Some of us don't watch TV. I know I don't as much and Sam doesn't as much anymore. It's like there's some TV shows that you kick on the TV, the show's on, you're like, I'll watch that. And then there's some TV shows that you're like, I'm finna go sit down and turn the TV on because I'm finna watch that show. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between stumbling upon shit and being like, motherfucker, it's 7 o'clock. We're family guy at. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's levels to it. And the Proud Family is that second level of like, boy, I'm sitting down, I'm finna watch the Proud Family. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's one that should be geared towards us. But... We'll see what happens with it going forward. I'm definitely excited to see what that see what that see what that's like, you know. So, um, I don't really know of how to transition between the Proud Family and our next topic at all. So we're just gonna act like it's not a weird jump to make. We're gonna talk about Drake and this whole you know hot sauce and condom situation. It's another thing we kind of talked about a little bit last week. Crazy, bro. This is still one of the wildest stories I've heard in a while, bro. So to to recap, if you've been living under a rock and you ain't been on your phone in the last two weeks, uh, Drake had no a real story, bro. This is real yeah, shit. this is real shit. A consensual sexual encounter with a female. Afterwards, he went to dispose of the condom in the bathroom, unbeknownst to the girl at the time. Drake likes to pour hot sauce in his condoms afterwards. Apparently, he kills the sperm. Makes you less likely to get pregnant if you were to find that sperm sitting there afterwards. Unbeknownst, 
This girl walks into the bathroom afterwards, decides she feels like chasing the bag today, and tries to pour the contents of the condom into her vagina without obviously looking at it at all. Pours it in. Obviously, the hot sauce burns on sensitive areas like that. And she is now trying to sue Drake. She is. Her intention is to sue. I don't know if there's been any updates on this or not. Her intentions were to sue Drake because of the physical damage the hot sauce did to her body. First of all, the fact that this happened is insanity. The memes of Drake oh with the Taco goodness. Bell hot sauce in his pocket at all times is also crazy. Mari spoke on this. Mari said that's the way to not come on my show. Really? Yeah, he was like, that's that's a smart way to avoid being on the show. <laughs> that's <laughs> so true. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. But. It's crazy that Drake has to go to these fucking lengths. Yeah. Like... Chestnut checkers, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and there's and another thing was I was I was looking on Twitter when this first happened. Before, because you know when people are being out of pocket on social media, like in a chain, you come back to it two days later, and that whole chain is not like I can't believe y'all defended this in the comments. That's what this was. So the first six to twelve hours, there were so many females that were like, "Drake's wrong. I can't believe he would do that. That's so unsafe." <laughs> What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> like, the fact that man's even had to do this. Like, he would have dead ass been having his second kid by now if yeah. he didn't take that precaution. Which is crazy. Ridiculous. I mean, isn't that kind of the point of a condom to not, to not have not a kid? Have so, I'm not yeah, trying to pay this be, child support. Exactly. So, I mean, What'd she say? You fit a pay this child support. <laughs> like, no. She was like, you ain't got no option in the matter. I just, I mean, you got anything to add to this? How do you feel? Like, I was um, just sitting there. I was as like, a dude, I think it's a smart move, bro. Like, that's. I, I've do you never feel like you'll ever have to do that? I never thought of that. No, I don't. I'm, I ain't I Drake. Yeah, yeah. I ain't man, moving I, like that. Yeah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I ain't man, pushing P as hard as Drake yeah, is. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I do think it's a smart move. I was like, that's crazy. Because, I mean. And it's probably like the most, probably like one of the safest ways to do something like that. Yeah, because how else Aside do you from do like it? flushing the condom, I guess, or some shit like that. Yeah, which again, you don't. Know, you don't want to put <laughs> like no chemicals or it, shit in there. We were talking about it last week, and I don't remember if it was Sam or Elijah, but I was like, you can't fuck up the plumbing like that, bro. You gonna flush a bunch of condoms out until you exactly. get that shit clogged up, boy. But I don't know, Sam. How do you? I mean, we talked about this a little bit last week, but how do you feel about this shit now? With this whole hot sauce situation, bruh, like. I think when you're at the, like, pinnacle of his career, where Drake is at, you got to take all precautions. Motherfuckers want that shit. I mean. That's ridiculous. It's literally liquid gold at this point. Now you're not wrong. That's it's kind of bogus. I'm not encouraging it by no measure. I'm just That's saying. That's money for years to come. You just got to be cautious, Especially with how bogus fucking child support courts would be yeah, too facts. ridiculous. Facts. Blake Griffin pays like two hundred thirty two thousand dollars a month for his child support, bro. Yeah, outrageous. Child man. support should be relative to how much money you make, but it should not be that relative. Yeah. Like I do agree that you should pay enough money if you're making that much money. Now again, if me and my girlfriend to get married and divorced and I had to pay child support for my son. There's only a certain level of money I bring in. Like, you can't get 232000 a month from me because I don't make that much in a year. Yeah. 
So it should be relative to how much you make. And when you make that much, I do agree that you should pay enough to make sure that your son is comfortable when he is not with you, which means you don't have to pay more than the average human being. But you should not like 232000 You could take care of everything a kid would need for an entire year just for a month and have leftovers too, in my opinion, depending on how old the kid is. Some of that shit does get expensive. But like 232000 a month? You talking about like yeah, she makes over a million dollars a year in child support? I know it don't cost a million dollars to raise a kid yeah. for a year. Now over the lifetime of for when that kid's zero to eighteen, yeah, it definitely eclipses a million pretty fucking easily. Not a million for a year, and I know damn well that because I know my parents didn't have a fucking million dollars raising me. And I wasn't the only kid around the house neither. We only had two kids. <laughs> this family's out here with eight. They be repping that crazy. shit too. Your dad's got four kids in the house right now. Four kids out of the house right now. Yeah, nah, yeah, bro. It ain't no million dollars to raise a kid in a year. Come on now. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. <laughs> there ain't much more to be said about that shit. It's pretty. It's, I mean, it's out there. It's crazy. Gotta do what you gotta we do, all man. side with Drake in the matter. The fact that he has to do that shit is bogus in the first place. But good on him for taking that precautions. And <laughs> stay safe, gentlemen. These bitches is trying to get your ass. <laughs> These females, my bad. I didn't mean to disrespect y'all like that. These females is out trying to get us, dog. I mean, not us. They're trying to get Drake. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, from one controversial topic to another, Drake in both headlines. T.I. posted a video on Twitter this week. We all saw this, and we all watched the whole two minutes before we started recording. T.I. was basically like, listen, bro. I don't need music to make money. Like, I got other sources of income. There is no need for me to make music. Like, I'm not doing that shit to pay rent. I got other streams of income. I don't need to rap. But if I were to hop in there and rap, ain't nobody do it like me, bro. He said, nobody make music like me. Shout it out, Nas, Jay-Z, Ye, Drake, Wayne. He said, ain't nobody fucking make music like me. Ain't nobody do it like me. Nothing happened. Two straight minutes. First of all, I'm trying to figure out who the fuck pissed T.I. off this much. Who's out here talking shit on T.I. where he was like, you know, let me log into Twitter today. I want to know what happened before like he started saying all of that. Cause before we, he started we've recording? We've only seen like, just like when he started saying about, saying that. So I want to know what made he was him say that in the first place. Yeah. From zero, zero, zero. That motherfucker was like. And he been out the way for a minute, too. So it's like. When's the last, like he put out an album. What we talked about is like 2020. 2020, yeah. Again, when's the last time you heard T.I. on the radio? On his song. If it's not like a throwback song, then it's been a minute. You 2015. Me? Yeah. Probably. Because they probably did play the shit out of uh, About the Money. That shit with Young Thug. Mm-hmm. He also said, there ain't, he's like, sometimes motherfuckers be scared to hop in the studio with you because they know, you know, like they can't really keep up with you on the track. He's yeah. like, there ain't never been a song that I've ever had that's come out where I've been washed on a song, bro. He's like, I be washing motherfuckers. That's why they don't want to be getting on a mic with me. <laughs> But like we just said, the last commercial song you had was seven years ago, and Young Thug watched you on that shit, dog. Like, yeah, man, I don't agree with what he said. He's good. Ti is good. He's He's one of the legends. But listen, you are far removed from where you were. That's like Big Ben coming out tomorrow and see like I'm the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't really know what you're talking about. You like, (laughs) I once upon a time, G, you was top five. Sure. 
You're 37. <laughs> Let's calm down. How do you feel about this shit, Sam? Because I'm, I'm not. I'm really. I'm not trying to disrespect Ti. We all know Ti is massively influential to where trap music is today. But you feel like people ain't hanging with Tip at this point in his career. Motherfuckers can't rap. They ain't finna hop on song no, Ti. I mean, uh, I feel like I understand where he was coming from because there is a lot of shit that. People be trying to not give him credit for outside of the trap music mm-hmm. epidemic, I guess you could say. But I mean, at the same time, you gotta be, you gotta hold yourself to a different kind of echelon or standard mm-hmm. when you're in that profession, anyways. So I mean, I don't feel like he said anything wrong. Uh, as far as it actually coming true, I mean, I feel like I said I could. It'd be situational. Alright. Which, like, I... I agree with you. Like I said, I get where T.I.'s coming from, but I feel like you can't not drop music for two years and not drop anything that was prevalent for seven years and then talk about how motherfuckers can't hang with you on the microphone no more. Maybe he's hyped up off of... You know how Jay-Z was on that little Twitter space and he said... Can't nobody F with him in the verses. Then somebody asked Ye about that in the interview and was like, Well, I feel like Jay Z is like the only person. I don't know if that's what he said. If Jay Z was the only person. I can't but, remember what he said. But maybe he's just, maybe it's just like how all of them have all been these motherfuckers talking just about it. Go you feel me? Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe we might get something. Maybe they b- might be doing like a build up or something. You never I know. need the first ever like six man tag match that in a verse. <laughs> Put the shit together. WWE is a partner of that shit. <laughs> Screw it. I need to see it on stage happen. But I feel like we kind of all line up on that shit. It is what it is. Too many like, why is this person not there? Why exactly. is this person there? Why is that person too not much, Too much controversy with the man. Yeah, music is one of the few topics where there's not like a set two or three that most people argue about. Like, motherfuckers yeah. be throwing names in there exactly. out of nowhere. You'd be like, Nah, not really. <laughs> no. Nah. That's the good thing about it. That's true. It does bring that diversity to the topic. We ain't arguing about the same three people every single time. Yeah. Like we are in sports. Um, so obviously with DS4 coming out this last week, everybody's been pushing P for about a week, week and a half now. So in your words, which going to describe this, right. and I'll talk about what he said on The Breakfast Club, but in your words, what is P? What is P to you, Sam? How do you feel about this? It's not very P of you to ask me that question. <laughs> it ain't very P of me to ask you the question like that? Nah, that's not. Um, I feel like it's a movement that only will be as successful as they allow it to be. Okay. They're young trendsetters. The whole YSL label is a conglomerate. So, Gunna and Thug being the head, Honcho's running the shit. Like, it's profitable. But what does it mean to me and shit? Like, I mean, I don't, it don't mean shit to me personally. I ain't gonna cap. Like, I don't. You be saying it though? I say that's not very P of you and keep it pushing. That shit's funny to me. Yeah. That's, that's not very P of you, yes, sir. Yes, probably about as far I'm as I'm finna say that shit to my store manager tomorrow at work. He'll be like, But do you keep it pushing P? Do you keep pushing P? Personally, no. Myself, I don't either. Um,. I do understand. I agree with Sam. Like, I fully understand that it's like this movement. Like, it's 
repeat. Like they're trying to catch everything, go catch everything up with it. I mean, it's pretty easy to catch with social media nowadays. You could tell because motherfucker, they caught it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like quick too. Like say positivity, that kind of stuff, successfulness, all that kind of good stuff is what's going on with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I still haven't listened to the full album all the way through, and I've been saying it like. I've been listening to nothing but Dawn FM by the weekend this last week, and I'll still find myself at work just pushing P. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. You just be, I just still be rapping through it nonstop. So, uh, Gunna was on the Breakfast Club and came out and said, like, that it technically means like player, but he's like, it's just kind of, it's the same things. Like, words evolve, and P has evolved amongst YSL, and that's why they're kind of sharing that shit with the world now. Cause remember, like, about 30, 40, I'd say, yeah, you got to go, like, 40, 50 years ago, goat was an animal. Like, it was, that's, a, <laughs> that's the shit you find at a zoo or on a farm, dog. If I was walking up to you today, I'd be like, what is a goat? You'd be like, that's the greatest of all time out there. Like, that yeah. word has evolved. It's an acronym now. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the same thing with P. That shit meant player at first. You'd be like, P, you just talk about people, and now it's just, I just push mm-hmm. P, you know what I'm I got to, so to me, it means, like, you got to do what you got to do. I just be out here. It's a very fluid word. Yeah. You could put it literally anywhere. It's one of those yeah, words man. that you can plug into any sentence, and most people with context clues could be like, "I know exactly." What That's it's not very crazy. P of you. Yeah. Exactly. I'd be, I be pushing P. You know, I'd be like, "How's your day going?" I'd be like, "No, nah, it's just kind of P." I mean, it's and smart. Man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, smart. just people pick up on what you're saying around it, and they're like, "Yeah, it's I know exactly." Simple too. Like it's simple. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, it is a code word, in my opinion. Like, yeah. if I went in and I had a coworker that knew what the fuck I was talking about, I could probably have a whole ass conversation about anything around one of my managers, and he'd be like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" Where we would know exactly what we're talking about, you know. So, from that to the next, um, got a quick game. Not a quick. No, there's no such thing as a quick game around here. We like to. Uh, elaborate as much as physically possible so that being said our next game is going to be called player comparison so i'm gonna give you an nfl or an nba player and i need you to give me a current player that reminds you of this player we're gonna start with a hard one because he's still active tom brady who is like tom brady amongst the quarterbacks in today's nfl or is there one you feel like there is one soon? Can you look at somebody and be like, that motherfucker's going to be the next Brady? Mm. This is tough. Mm. We're talking about the greatest football yeah, player bro, of all time, the greatest tough. quarterback of all time. Um, this is definitely the stumper to start it. I and it's also tough because he's active. Yeah, like, that's how I say. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. But, I mean... That motherfucker's 44. I don't really think it's going to be duplicated no time soon. Yeah, if you... Yeah, I don't know. Even if you but had if to pick. I had to pick... Shit. I wouldn't know where to start. I wouldn't either. How do you feel, Ja'Cory? Do you feel like there will be another Tom Brady eventually? Is there one that plays like him in the league today? Oh. It's going to be hard to match the accomplishments yeah. on the field. Do you uh, feel like you know where to start at at all? I feel like, yeah, I don't feel like I really know where to start either because I feel like with a lot of the people or quarterbacks that are in the league, probably, probably grew up watching them. 
And so they probably all got a piece of them, man. You <laughs> that's feel that's me, not man? a question. That's a fact. Like a, a lot of everybody that's coming up is all going to have a piece of Tom Brady. So it's more like It's all going to be different. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I, that's what I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Like it's tough to try to emulate seven rings yeah. with a place. So I think I'm not going to lie to you. Joe Burrow kind of reminds me. I thought of that. Brady was the six-round pick, and that was the underdog part. Burrow was a transfer, came out of nowhere. So he peaked a little earlier. He won the highest, you know, led LSU to a national championship, number one overall pick. Where Brady's underrated part was the college career, and then he kind of peaked going in. So I think Burrow would be the only guy that comes even close that I could put up there. His play style on the field is kind of similar as well, but that was tough. His, with his driving determination as well, I kind of could yeah, see that. Yeah, he, he's, he's like, like I just want to win. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's what Brady's done better than anybody has in all of professional sports in, his, sure. in his category. From one winner to the next, Michael Jordan. Now, this one's, again, it's tough. We can all think of one easy one. Don't take the cop-out answer unless you absolutely have to. And it won't be a current player. The cop-out answer is a current player, though. How do you feel about it? Somebody coming up that's going to be like him. There's not a lot, man, because the game is, again, the game has evolved, man. You can't not shoot the three-pointer now. Mike wasn't a strapper. He was nice. He was like a... 30, 35%. He's okay. 25, 30%. Um, For me, I would say like uh, Donovan Mitchell, a uh, DeMar DeRozan. uh, Obviously, the level isn't there. You're never going to reach the peak. Hmm. I'm talking like a B plus, an A minus Michael Jordan is Dwayne Wade's another one for me. Obviously, being retired. What you got? I was honestly going to say D-Wade, but you just said that. D-Wade and Kobe are the two easy ones. Yeah, but, I mean, outside that, though. You got um, anybody else? I honestly would say, like, Jalen Green or, like, Book. Yeah, I could put Book there, obviously. I think Jason Tatum is, like, a taller yeah, MJ. That's I said. You got to have – you have to have a turnaround jumper in your game His, to be part Jaylen of the conversation. Jalen post fades tough. So is Jason Tatum's, bro. Yeah. Different. Offensive masterminds. Um, into one that hopefully is a little bit easier. Calvin Johnson, Megatron. Ooh. Is there a receiver today that emulates Megatron? Obviously, again, ain't nobody going to be lined up in double man coverage like pressed by two corners. That picture is iconic. But how do you do? You feel like there's anybody that gets close to this at all? Could put yeah. Julio in that question in that conversation. You put Julio? I could like put Prime Julio, Julio I think. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah, for sure. I could see that, like, because he going up again too. You feel me? Like, he is. Yeah, Julio's going to get his regardless. How do you feel, Sam? DK. That's definitely body type comparison. He's got a lot of things to work on, but if there is ever such a freak athlete. To end up being a top three receiver that's not close to it yet, DK Metcalf is 100% at the top of the list. Because he's A.J. Brown, but he runs a 4-4-40. And A.J. Brown's a fucking animal. So he's got to fix the drop issues. we got to sharpen the route running a little bit. The drop issues weren't as bad this year. Last year they were bad. Yeah. Touch up the route running a little bit. Beautiful. And I, I said this on my show about a week or two ago now. Um, I think right now is the most talented throughout the entire NFL. 
you'll never see a more talented group of receivers in your life. Yeah. Maybe coming forward in the next three to four years where we keep adding guys in, we get a Chris Olave, uh, the kid from Alabama. Um, Mechie. Mechie and uh, Jameson. What was his name? I can't well, remember. The one that got hurt in the game. In the, yeah, the one yeah, that got I hurt in the National football game. I can't remember his other name. Jameson Williams, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Olave. Yeah. You have Marvin Harrison Jr. coming up. You have the other kid at Ohio State that just caught three touchdowns in the Rose Bowl. There's talent among talent, but when I look at this receiver class in the NFL right now, Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, go to the go to the Tyreek Hills, the Stephon Diggs, the um I just thought of Buddy and I lost his name. Amari Cooper's up there. And then you got the young guys, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, Jerry Judy, like Devontae Smith. There's the Jamar Chase. The lineup is crazy. There's so much talent at the receiver position right now. I don't think you're going to see it happen again anytime. Yeah, Maybe like the next four or five years, like I said, As where we, start we add seeing guys. Like more coming up. Yeah, yeah without losing like, a ton. I do feel like the talent is going to keep getting better for sure. And so it's probably going to keep getting sharper. Yeah, agreed. Um, Terrell Owens, T.O., another guy that's up here on this list, obviously at the wide receiver position. How you feel, Sam? T.O.'s up there, man. This is tough. Um, I would say, like, Amari Cooper's kind of like a low-end Terrell Owens. Obviously, like I said, when we're talking about top three players in their position, you got to pick – We got to uh, pick play styles. I'm talking about play style-wise. Obviously, I was nobody's thinking gonna, Buddy from the Chargers, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Okay. I can see that one. T.O. is a route technician. Yeah. For real. Um, so I say, you know, he's fucking tough. Amari Cooper's a really good route runner. I like that pick. Yeah. Uh, Stephon Diggs is a little bit quicker, but I like Diggs as that comparison as well. How you feel, Jacory? You got anybody to add there? You feel like we covered it? I feel like y'all covered it for sure. Hit that one. On I was trying to think about that as well, but I, I would say Amari Cooper probably hit it on the head the most to me. Antonio Gates. Long time tight end for the for the Chargers. This is tough because there has been few tight ends in the league that have been able to hit. He's definitely a top three tight end of all time, in my opinion. Um, Darren Waller's the guy that comes to mind for me. Gerald Everett. The, the career arcs are the same. Who? Gerald. Gerald Everett. I like that. Gerald Everett's extremely underrated as a receiving tight end. Um Noah Fant, I think, maybe low, low end. Albert, whatever the fuck. Super good receiving tight ends. Um, I can't say that yet because he's still developing. Darren Waller, I think, is the guy that comes to mind. Because in Antonio Gates' time, he was never really revered as the best tight end. Huh? Pitts. Kyle Pitts is a good one, too. Um, Even in Antonio Gates, there was a year or two where he was the top tight end, but... This is a guy that had to play in the same time Tony Gonzalez played, who was arguably the greatest tight end of all time. And at the tail end of his career, Gronk hit his peak. And then Travis Kelsey obviously peaked yeah, in as well. Awesome. When I look also, now I look at Waller. Jason when I look at Waller. Those are the motherfuckers that were like in that yeah. tight end greatness that he had to go through too. That's crazy. Yeah. And then I look at Darren Waller. In the AFC West, still same division. Plays with a quarterback who's good, not great, never been top 10, but he's always top 15. Just like Gates played with Phillip Rivers his entire career. 
And then I look at the, t- the guys that are around him. Like I said, Antonio Gates had to deal with Tony Gonzalez and Gronk on his radars, whereas Waller has to deal with Kittle and Kelsey. And he's got Mark Andrews and guys like Dallas Goddard and TJ Hawkinson are snuff- sniffing on that top three spot as well. So I think Waller's, Waller's definitely the one that comes to mind. TJ Hawkinson is so far. Hawkinson is a stud. I love having franchise. Into basketball. Jason Kidd, the ultimate playmaker. Not the ultimate. One of the best playmakers of all time. Definitely in that conversation, but he ain't the best. Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio. I like that. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Lonzo Ball is the guy that comes to mind. I was just about to say Lonzo. Lonzo's a good pick. I like um, Rick, uh, Rubio as well. Uh, like Rondo, honestly, to be 100% real with you. Yeah, playmaker. Not a I'm like right coming off of his prime, like at the end of his prime, Rondo to me is a Jason Kidd type guy. Um, I want to say Drew Holiday, but I think Drew Holiday is a much, much better defender and a little bit less of a playmaker. But when I think Jason Kidd, I think do it all. I'm talking for pass, for I'm talking real. shoot, I'm talking finish, solid defender. And I think Lonzo to me fits the best in that, that yeah. arc. Um, I think Luca is more talented offensively, but I think a Luca as well. Same on defense, solid, great playmaker. That motherfucker just hit that motherfucking shot. He was like, I'm Jason Kidd, but I shoot like Kobe. And you're like, man, that's dangerous. So that that one's up there for me as well. Um, staying in the NBA, obviously we're we're in and towards All-Star Break's going to be coming up here soon. We got probably about, I think, 10, 15 games left maybe for All-Star Break. Who should be on all-star teams this year? I know Steph's obviously up there for voting. LeBron and Giannis are the top three vote-getters across the league right now. You feel like it's the same old, same old? We're going to have some new all-stars this year that haven't been all-stars before. There's what are we – how are we feeling? Three that I feel like should be there. Okay. I don't, one is new, one is second year, and one I can't remember how many he's had. DeRozan, okay. Zach Levine, John Morant. Definitely. Those are three 100% I think agree. should be in there for sure. Um, DeRozan's having a career year, leading the Bulls to the best record in the East right now. Zach Levine's been a huge part of that as well. Uh, and John Morant is we've, – we've seen the flashes. We know how good John Morant is, right? Like, we've seen this. We saw it all through his rookie year. The volume is there now. 25 a game. Motherfucker, I'm here. This is the Memphis fucking Grizzlies. Like, John they're, Morant is that guy. They're like third or fourth in the West, which is crazy. Yeah, they're up there, bro. They are up there. Who do you think, Sam? Is there anybody else you tack in? Who's having a good year? Who's maybe having a down year? Who shouldn't make it that usually does? That's another question, too, you could look at. Um, um, I think it's going to be kind of the same as it normally is because the way that they do the voting, it has been doing the voting, is kind of, like, repetitive. It really just be, like, the name brand people like shit. I was looking at the list. Kyrie Irving's played two games. He, no, fuck. Playing two he's games. on that he list. Was on, he, before he even played the game, he was on the list. He was sixth on the list. Yeah, sixth, literally in touch the court. A guy, so a guy. Like, I don't necessarily agree with that because there's motherfuckers out there that's really like you know, hooping, mm-hmm. young or old, whatever. Like, I mean, I would like to see like a. Comp- I don't like the charity games. They need to just hoop, and they should definitely bring like King of the Court to. Fucking hundred percent all star week. They should have been brought. 
feel? How you feel? Who you thinking? Oh, I want to know how y'all feel about the Clay Thompson situation. It's about him making it? Or? Yeah. Nah, he hadn't played enough games. He will because the, the votes will get him yeah, there, yeah, but he hadn't played enough games. To me, a guy out west that I like a lot, DeJounta Murray for the San Antonio Spurs. The Spurs aren't winning a lot of games, but I'll tell you what, that motherfucker's having a career year. You know what DeJounte Murray's averaging right now? Uh, it's even better than that. Um, what's so crazy is that I always forget the points. The points is the part that I have to look up. Um, but I believe he's averaging like 18, 8, and 8. Like, that oh, motherfucker's. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's he's crazy. He's up there. He's putting up those type of numbers that you're kind of crazy. He's averaging 19 points, 8.4 rebounds, 8.9 assists on 45% mm. from the field. He's having a really, really good year in San Antonio. Like Trey's going to make it this year. Trey's having a down year, in my opinion. I low key think he that. will He's still make it. He will still make it because the East isn't that deep. But a point guard that I would send in over him at this point is definitely Lamelo Ball as well. Yeah, I was going to say Melo. He's having a great year. Um, the Knicks have been kind of quiet in the All Star race. Yeah. RJ RJ has been playing a lot better, mm-hmm. but Julius Randle's kind of taking a step back from the Dark Horse MVP candidate he was last year. Um, AD probably shouldn't make it, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Braun will definitely, obviously, be there. I don't think there's another Laker that really should make it outside of Braun. Not really. Um, I think all three of them will, but outside of that, you know, your standards, your Mike Conley, your Giannis, your. Yeah. Your Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum. I think Jalen Brown, both Celtics, should be uh, all-stars. Joel Embiid definitely should be an all-star starter uh, in the East. So, yeah, I think um, there's a lot of guys that are going to get first-year nods. But out West, it's tough. There's a lot of talent out West, man. The East is definitely a little bit thinner when it comes to individual player talent. But I like I like where the West is at. They got a lot of tough decisions to make out there. Um, Tyler Hero should make it this year as well, especially out east. The dude's been having a monster year for the Heat. And what's crazy is he's only started three games. All that all that work you're seeing is off the bench. Yeah, bro, which is insane. Scotty Barnes is Sadiq Bay has been playing crazy in Detroit too. Pool. Exactly, Sadiq Bay. Jordan Poole's been having a monster year. Christian Wood will probably make the, the yeah. all-star team out west. In all seriousness, Andrew Wiggins could make the all-star game this year. If if they were in the east, I feel like yeah, he would. But yeah. in the west, it's it'll deep. be a tough. That's what I'm saying. It's deep, man. But, yeah, he's been having a good-ass year this, for sure, too. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. Um, before we move to the next spot, a quick another another quick ad here. Will Smith has got his own book coming out. One of the most dynamic and globally recognized entertainment forces of our time opens up fully about his life in a brave and inspiring book that traces his learning curve to a place where outer success, inner happiness, and human connection are aligned. Along the way, Will tells a story in full of one of the most amazing rides to the worlds of music and film that anyone has ever had. Will Smith's transformation from a fearful child in a tense West Philadelphia home to one of the biggest rap stars of his era, and then one of the biggest movie stars in Hollywood history with a string of box office successes that will likely never be broken, is an epic tale of inner transformation and outer triumph, and Will tells it all astonishingly well, but it's only half the story. 
This memoir is a product of the profound journey in self-knowledge and reckoning with a reckoning with all that your will can get a reckoning with all the will you can get and all that will it will leave behind. Written with the help of Mark Manson, author of the multi-million copy bestseller The Subtle Art to Not Give a Fuck, Will is the story of how one person mastered his own emotions written in a way that can help everyone do the same. Few of us will know the pressure of performing on the world's biggest stages for the highest of stakes, but we can all understand that the fuel that works for one stage of our journey might have might have to be changed if we want to make it all the way home. The combination of genuine wisdom, universal value, and a life story that is preposterously entertaining, even astonishing, puts Will the book, like its author, in a category all by itself. Into our next topic here. Um, I do want to touch on this a little bit. We could kind of move through this, but I really, I really definitely got to get this, these next two in. Um, obviously, it's Black History Month. We just passed him. Okay, day this last week. Top five black movies of all time for y'all. Now, this could be personal favorites. Now, you let me know. Is this your five? Because this is, this is me. I like these five. Or these are the five best. If y'all ain't got these five in there, y'all motherfuckers is crazy. I feel like. These are gonna be personal, personal favorites. But at the same I think time, that's the safest way. To a go. lot of them, like this, it's interchangeable. Really, it like, should any, be up top it, too. You feel me? Yeah, like all right. Somebody could agree with it. Somebody cannot agree with it because it's like so many of them. It's hard to choose five. But I would say Friday is my all-time favorite movie. So Friday is up there. Boys in the Hood is there. I would put Set It Off in there. Um, I'm putting Rush Hour Two in there. Ooh, for favorites. This is personal favorites. Okay, I'm Rush okay, Hour two I see. You. Specifically, the bloopers at the end of Rush Hour Two when the dude jumped off and he was like, "Damn, he ain't gonna be in Rush Hour 3 Yeah, bro, was, yeah Rush Hour Two. Bro. That's a good. I, I didn't even think about and, that. Shit. Um, another one is uh, Love and Basketball. Honestly, that's, that's a, definitely that's a top five. For sure. When you're looking at best, it's, it's definitely top five. How you feel, Sam? Top five. What you got for me? Um, Friday, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. Um, There's so many. Why did I get married to? Okay, okay. Um, damn, bro, it's kind of hard. It's tough, bro. There's a lot. Um, because at first, I'm like, okay, I got the, you know, I got the set. And then you're like, because top five lists are never hard to pick five. It's which two are you finna leave out? That's the hard part to decide here. You can you can pick five, but the issue is, um, is can you not pick seven? Yeah, no, facts. Um, I did three, so four. I do um, Coach Carter, and then mm. five. I do um, color purple. Good, solid picks. Um, this is tough for me. Definitely going Friday, hundred ten percent. Yes, sir. Lean on me. 
up there for me as well. My girlfriend showed me that movie actually, with Morgan Freeman in it. Honorable mention radio, definitely up there. So I have a, I have a couple movies that aren't like top five to me, but like I think deserve some type of credit because of again that chokehold that they had on the time frame when yeah. we was growing up. Drumline is up there That's for valid me for sure. Um, Bad Boys. <laughs> Up that there was, for me. That's yeah, bro. See, that's why it's so many. It's too many of There's them. There's way too many to try to fucking count. Remember the Titans back when we was oh, kids? Man. Definitely up there. So many Denzel movies can be in there alone. I think one movie that would qualify for a top five list that I have not seen, Training Day. I have never in my life seen saying, Training so many Denzel oh, movies. That shit, bro, that shit is crazy. That movie is so good. I and I know it's good and I never have seen it. Um another one. That I haven't seen. Um, get out. I've seen us. The second kind of like the, the second part. I've seen us. Extremely good. Us is in my top five as well. Um, so I have. What did I say? What was the first one? Friday. Um, lean on me. I would have. I would definitely tag Coach Carter on the mind. Us would be in mind, and my fifth spot would be held by Straight Outta Compton. We watched that movie on my birthday when that shit came out, because it came out like the week before. I fucking love Straight Outta Compton. Great, great movie. Great, great movie. Um, all from that, obviously, Omicron variants is sweeping around. Delta's been around, and COVID's been around for two years now. We're dealing with all this vaccination stuff. We're dealing with weekly testing. Nike and Columbia Sportswear are starting to fire their unvaccinated employees. Do you support this moving forward? Do you feel like you should be vaccinated to have a job? Do you feel like there's other options? I don't think that it's a matter of who gives a fuck if it's right or wrong. It's at the end of the day, motherfucker. As much as people are trying to say this shit's still not that big of a deal, motherfuckers is getting sick and dying. So yeah. now it comes to the point where it's like, look, Brad, if you want to work for this company, motherfucker, you're going to do what I tell you to do. Because shit, look, we got some assets, nigga, and I'm not going to lose everything because motherfuckers want to be stupid. They got to cover their ass somehow. That's valid. I mean, shit. I mean, I'm not with, you know the whole push to make it you know complicated to begin with but since it's already up there shit you gotta up the ante so you might as well 100 percent or not you know what i'm saying yeah i agree with that honestly i can agree with that for sure just because i mean people wanted to be over and so you really gotta take like the lesser of the two evils when, cause I mean, there's no good way to go about it, cause it's something bad with everything, honestly. So, unless it's two evils, then do what you need to do. But at the same time, people need to practice being safe and shit. Still, of course, because yeah. I mean, individually, if you're not practicing being safe, it's not going to end. I mean, we're talking about seven, what seven billion individuals here, so it's crazy. But I mean, in the U.S different but still yeah it's it's tough I, I don't think i agree with hopping straight to firing people for being unvaccinated like obviously i work at dick sporting goods we have our policy which has been temporarily blocked by the supreme court and everything but like 
Dick's policy is either you get vaccinated or you do a weekly testing. And I'll tell you, trying to get weekly testing with how many tests are going around with Omicron is a pain in the ass. And basically, if you can't fulfill those tests, you're out until you get tested and it comes back. And if you refuse weekly testing and getting vaccinated, they put you on a 30-day leave without pay. And basically, like, you have time in those 30 days to figure out, are you going to get vaccinated? Are you going to do testing? What are you going to do? Come back from those 30 days, you still decide not to do either, then they let you go. So it's an elongated process to get there. There needs to be a process that needs to happen. But I do agree, like, people have to realize, and whether you agree with the, the overarching what capitalism is, because welcome to government class, this is how the U.S. works, Companies make companies sell things for us to wear, eat, use, services, all these things. To make that go around, motherfuckers have to do that stuff for them to make money. And for them to make money, we got to do a job. And for us to do a job, we have to be at work. If you're going to be out this week and that week and these five days because you're sick with COVID, you can't keep it. Like, if you, if you were a, a general manager at a store, if you owned your own business... And you was interviewing this guy. He's like, yeah, I get sick every once in a while, but like, I'm vaccinated. I'm cool. I'm going to be here wear my mask. I'm good. And then you have another person that's like, this person does better work than the other guy, but that person's going to miss a week a month because he's going to be sick with this and that, and he's going to get COVID once or twice, if not three times down the road in a full calendar year. Which guy are you going to go with? You're going to go with the B plus that's always going to be there, or you're going to go with the A that is probably going to miss a solid, like, 10 weeks out of 52 out of the year. Yeah, that's valid. I'm going to go with the motherfuckers going to be there. So, so you have that's to you have to look at it from the other side of the coin. As much as it sucks if you're not vaccinated and you don't want to do this testing stuff, I understand where you're coming from. You have all the right in the world. There are probably still plenty of employers out there that you don't have to be vaccinated for to work for. But some jobs require you to do it. It's, it is what it is. Yeah. You had to you had to be vaccinated before you went to school. You had to get exactly, chicken pox, yeah. polio vaccine, tetanus shots. We always getting shots as kids. This whole mandatory stuff isn't new. Mm-hmm. Is it, about it? It's it's a new shot. Yeah, but we've been getting mandatory vaccines for years. It's really just man. like a, the times that's affecting it so much. Yeah, I feel like it's like the, the times and like social media and just a lot of like different influences about what's right, what is wrong when. I mean, yeah, like you said, nothing has really changed about it. Yeah, it, it's it's a new shot, but the yeah. the 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 policies and the that stuff hasn't changed at all. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we talked about the gun in the weekend's album coming out this last week. First count weekend had top selling album. They did a little recount. Um, Gunna actually beats out the weekend for number one album of the week last week just by 2,000 sales. And also there were reports that Gunna's team was accusing the weekend of faking his streams to get his numbers up to try to overtake DS4. Both albums are solid. I'm a Dawn FM guy right now. I love that album. I haven't listened to DS4 yet, so my opinion might change. How do you feel about the sales? Which album do you think is better? Kind of give me, give me what, what you think about this whole situation. And would the weekend fake his streams to try to beat Gun out in the week one sales? Going just off of that right there, I don't think the weekend would. I haven't listened to his album yet. I've heard some pretty good things about it from the people that I know that I have. I listened to Gunners a couple of different times all the way through. Um, I don't think the weekend needs to 
do something like that. I feel like Gunner has just, I mean, he's been pushing people man in the most like I think easiest way to say, simple way to say it. Like he's been doing his shit for real, for real. He's been getting shit done, man, for real, for real. I think to me, I agree with you. Gunner's gonna do his thing, but for the weekend, for a guy that doesn't send his music to the Grammys because he don't give two shit about accolades. Isn't the guy that's got a fake stream to take number one album in a week? That's just me. How do you feel about it, Sam? That's like, I, I can't imagine him doing that. Because it's just, it's completely out of character for for the other things that he does. I think that The weekend definitely would do that. Because nine times out of ten, he has the bragging rights for that. And that's something that he held pride in is... I've never not had a number one album my whole career. Like, career. We're not talking a couple weeks. I'm talking, like, career. That nigga's sold number one pretty much. Like, that shit's insane. So, like, I think that would be a huge reason why. That, um, I don't really give a fuck about the streaming policies anymore because that shit's jaded, and they're still going to continue to change. So, I'm sure by, like, shit, this time next year we'll have a completely different set of you know, rules and assets that we have to look at to even qualify shit anymore. But um, I like DS4. I ain't talked to Doctor. I ain't listened to Dion Don FM yet. Cinematic from what I heard, which is great. But Gunners will definitely a more easy go and listen because you just know what you're expecting. But like I said, when I listened to it, I gave it originally like a 7.5 because. Like, I was I was expecting more rap gonna, but yeah. it's a very melodic album and that's cool. But like, just wasn't what you expected. I don't listen to that on a regular basis. Fair so, enough. Yeah. All right. Before we get to our last couple topics here, oh, what you got? Oh, I was gonna bounce back off of what that's Sam that's just all good. Said. That gives me time to look up what I need to look up. So oh, no. bounce it. <laughs> but yeah, off of what he's just said about the Gunners album, like I. Loki like the fact that you said probably expecting more rap because I mean I've been fucking with Gunna since like Drip Season One, Drip Season Two, and so me thinking I like it definitely threw me for a little, a little bit. It's still good. It's kind of what you expected for sure with how, like the with where he's been going and stuff like that. But I wanted him to like dip into if, especially if it's like the I guess the the closing album of the Drip Season series. Mm-hmm. I feel like he should have dipped into everything that he's did mm. did it plus so mixing what he put did the now. bow on top of yeah, it so just to speak like finalize it and just like give it that last like give it that period at the end of the sentence honestly you know what i'm saying just yeah. like finish it off really nice so but i still would give it like a 7.5 my 7.58 yeah, somewhere in there somewhere around that area yeah i mean i'm with y'all like i said i haven't listened to it yet i've been the weekend stuff is just I have a long thirty minute car ride to work every single day, so I got time to listen to four, five, six, seven tracks. Yeah. So when I'm listening to a whole album that Dawn FM as a whole is is an experience to me. So before we get to our last couple topics here, another quick ad here from Genius. It is an upcoming American documentary film directed by Cootie and Sheik about the life of rapper 
record producer, businessman, and fashion designer Kanye West. It will premiere at the 2022 Sundance Film Festival, and the documentary is scheduled to premiere on Netflix February 16th, 2022. So Kanye's got a little documentary coming out to Netflix here in the next month and a half. Definitely something we're going to talk about when it does finally hit Netflix. We're all able to watch that, so keep your eyes out for that. And obviously keep your eyes on Netflix. Watch that when it comes out. To kind of wrap up the show here, a little week, little weekly roundup on the kind of the new music we've gotten. Corday's album came out this last week. How do y'all feel about it? First impressions. You feel like it's gonna come and go, or do you feel like this might be something that sticks for at least uh, you know a month or two? It might have to age a little bit to me to kind of grab like, the attention. Yeah. It didn't live up to like what the first, like what he did with his first album, his debut album. Like it was amazing. Like it was amazing to me. And I don't think it is. You know how a lot of people will say that he's kind of doing what a lot of people have already did, saying what a lot of people have already said. I kind of can agree with that, but mm-hmm. he's he is doing it in his own way and it's fire. But at the same time, it's like he just made a part two to his first album in a sense to me. Yeah, and. The features on there were fire. Features on there were fire. Like amazing, good features. He, I mean, it's really, really not a bad. It's not a bad album at all. I wouldn't say it's a bad album, but it didn't live. I don't think it surpassed his first one, his debut. How you feel about Cordae's album? I haven't listened to it. Haven't listened to it. Fair enough. I'm definitely gonna get into it. Obviously, uh, I'll listen to it. Beer and lyrically, we're gonna get around to it. It's first been a busy week. Like impressions, I say the same thing I always say. Like. If you're not already in your own league or pinnacle, like, dropping this early, really make or break career, bro. If you're not an A-list celebrity, shit. And even then, it's risky. you just risking a lot. I've only seen a handful of niggas do it. Like, Dirk, Future, always does it. Don Tolliver. I'm saying, like, you you drop first quarter, bro, like, before April, and your ass still popping, like, you doing something right. Mm-hmm. So, kudos to those guys, but those are just people off the top of the head I thought of. Earl, Tyler Crater, like, ASAP Rocky. Speaking of Earl, obviously Earl's album came out this week. How did you feel about Earl's album? That's just crack, bro. You feel like it needs to age a little bit no. to kind of attack it? Or you're like, that motherfucker is good. That shit is good? Yeah. What do you give out of 10? 10. Damn. You think it's got to hold up? Yeah. Will be on the charts for... content in his last album. You think it's going to be a commercial enough thing to kind of mm-hmm. stick around in the it's mainstream? Not or no? music's commercial anymore. It's all lo-fi, but, like, the content and the actual lyric, like, lyricism that you get and decipher from it is amazing. Fair enough. Yeah. How do you feel, Corey? Um, I gave it a couple of listen, listen throughs all the way. I think all the beats on there are dynamic. It's like fuck. The it's transitions crazy, is. It's cr- minutes, still. You feel me? Like the he he is it's short and sweet. It got straight <laughs> to the point, and um, like the transitions and shit are amazing. I like it's my first time really getting into to Earl's music myself, and so. Mm-hmm. Like it, I feel like it does a really good job as far as like keeping me as a fan. I do need to listen to it again a couple times to really give it a rating. I don't have a rating yet. First listen, if I was to give it a rating based off of that, 
I respect that. I you can't lyrically. You get can't no. You can't get everything on that. You're not gonna catch everything. And even if yeah. it, even if it's not lyrical in this production, you gotta give shit two listens through because you never, ever, ever will catch everything. See, whether it's a sample, whether it's a bar, whether it's a beat slip. That's like the production is what I noticed the most listening to it on the first listen because it's like just how does everything to come together and then like the little uh what, like little snips of. Yeah, like the skits yeah, he had in there, the features he had, like everything, crazy, like it's crazy for sure. All right, so round it out, coming in hot. Sam hasn't gotten a chance to. Have you listened to Jay's new track yet? Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. We're gonna come back around to that one. Obviously, we're gonna be able to talk about this rap. Boy, Being the core fans, we are yeah, Dreamville rapping, Dreamville stepping. Yeah. Jid and Twenty One on a new track. Twenty One tweeted today. They tweeted out the top. 10 top 20 most selling artists last year and he placed tied like a six-way tie for fourth oh, wow. and he quote retweeted it and said haven't dropped an album in two and a half years yeah it's about that time i said let me hear it <laughs> but one the feature solid batting a thousand per usual when it comes to 21 how'd you feel about jid on this track jid is phenomenal man shit like, is crazy he's, he's crazy like he might have one of the best flows of all time it's up there, bro. Because it's such a sporadic flow. He's the. It's just like you. You literally never know what's coming, but he keeps you listening. He keep and he makes it like in an easy way for you to understand. My my football comparison is like we just talked about. We talked about how good all the route runners are in the NFL. When you look at the lyricists and the the guys that have the best flows of all time, we have all these route runners. Jid's like the Jerry Judy to me. Like, the motherfucker is extremely talented. We haven't seen the volume. Yeah. We haven't seen it in action. He hasn't even cracked the top, you know, being the number one receiver on his team yet. But the, yeah. it is, all of it's there. You're I, just waiting to unlock it all. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I might be out of, out of pocket for saying all time. But it could eventually get The potential there. is 100% yeah, like there. He, there's his, no doubt about that. There's not a roof on his potential at all, and it's crazy. So, like, yeah. But the song is amazing. The song is great. The beat's crazy. Maybe the, the features. It makes me excited to see what more, what more both of them have coming here for us in 2022. Yeah. So, that's going to do it for BDL, episode 13. Oh, my God. Yeah, we did it, man. We made it all the way through. Uh, we tired. <laughs> It's been a day. Bro. It's been a couple two days. We we I'm tried to so record tired, yesterday. It, you know, technical difficulties. Two and a half, three hours later, still no show. Had to bring a whole desktop tower up to Manhattan to get it done today. But anything to put a show out for y'all, man. So we got it done. Two hours in, two hours done. Yeah, bro. we love y'all. Make sure I listen to. Make sure you listen to the Owen Show. Make sure you listen yeah. to 101 that came out this last week. Make sure you keep your eyes out coming up this next week. We got two new pilots from two new shows coming up. Mansion um, will be back. The Mansion will be back. Getting new computer, new equipment's coming in. We got BDL, obviously, coming on the way next week. We got uh, What's Streaming. We got the Bullpen Bros. We it's got Owen Show, the Mansion 101. It's all there. So, with that... We'll see y'all next week. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. We'll see y'all then. Yeah.